a true American hero. Six-term Senator John McCain has just died, just four days before his 82nd birthday. The Republican senator hailing from Arizona had been battling an aggressive form of brain cancer since July of 2017. And the reason we're talking about him today, and the reason I'm crying, is because he was successful in spite of his failures. Some voices are so vibrant and distinctive, it's hard to think of them stilled. A man who seldom rested is laid to rest, and his absence is tangible, like the silence after a mighty roar. The Devil's Advocate Podcast is an opinion talk show and is the attempt of a few friends to have a reasonable conversation about current events without the vitriol that we've become accustomed to in today's modern political climate. TDAP is what happens when a few normal people sit down and discuss the week's top stories by having a rational and somewhat entertaining conversation. The goal of TDAP is to provide a forum for the listener to hear multiple perspectives on a myriad of topics instead of being bombarded with the same one-sided debates that we commonly get from news and media organizations. It is hosted by Brandon Condit, Mitchell Hernandez, and Franklin Everhart. We come to celebrate extraordinary man, a warrior, a statesman, a patriot, who embodied so much that is best in America. President Bush and I are among the fortunate few who competed against John at the highest levels of politics. He made us better presidents just as he made the Senate better, just as he made this country better. All right, so this is a, this is an interesting episode here. Um, let's explain for a second why this episode took so long to get out. Um, well, first of all, we have lives, motherfuckers. Don't judge us. Um, you wouldn't you wouldn't know it to listen to us talk, but we do actually have lives. <laughs> no, I got real defensive real fast. Like, why did he go there? Um, no, so so what's weird about this episode, as you both know, um, this was supposed to be a different episode. We were supposed to do a whole different thing with Michael Cohen and Paul Manafort, and that was last week. And in the middle of recording power outage that's fun so um they're fucking russians i i still yeah, think trump it did was. it because he didn't like what we were saying about manafort <laughs> trump I, russians I the same true. thing he feels bad for him um hashtag so, president bannon but but in the in the meantime um when we were not putting out an episode due to due to some difficulties there um, a, another story happened, and I don't feel like it would be right to throw this into the to the end of the show. So we're going to go ahead, and we will talk about John McCain, and I want to start the show out that way. Um, I think that he probably deserves that, and I think that then after that we can jump into what the episode was going to be last week um, and just kind of fi- finish it up that way. So... Again, this segment is being recorded a week after the next segment, but 
and so I haven't heard that conversation for a week, but I would imagine whatever <laughs> Mitch said five minutes ago or five minutes in the future was bullshit. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, with that, let's let's talk about John McCain's life. Honest, obviously, we know that he has passed away. Um, at this point, the memorial service has already happened and all of that stuff. So there's been a lot of coverage on it. Um, let, let's run through some of John McCain's accomplishments and then we can talk about modern day John McCain who we're more familiar with. So, yeah. So Frank, it's, since he's died, he actually, uh, as we're recording this today, just to date it a little bit, I think he was buried today. Yeah. Or yes. Yeah. So, uh, laid to rest. so the last, the last week, yeah, has been just nonstop coverage of him. But, like I guess we all have a different knowledge of John McCain. I know him as 2008 John McCain running against. That's probably know, Obama. how we would know him. That was pretty much all. Yeah, most if you're conscious, if you're older, you probably conscious. know him from like 2001 to 2003 when he you yeah. know, became a U.S. you know senator. Well, um, and yeah, because uh, I mean he had he had the whole primary battle with George W. too before. Yeah. yeah. So if you you're know, if you're old so. enough, that's probably where you know him from. Our age group probably knows him best from taking on Obama. Um, right. But he was born and if you're in old 19... as beans. You probably know him from the '80s or some shit. I don't That's know. Right. Well, if you're um. if, no, if you're if you're old enough, if you're our parents' age, you probably know him from POW being taken prisoner of war in Vietnam because he yeah. was all over the TV. Um, so let's, he was let's born not in ourselves after the C word episode. That nobody in that age group is listening to this. <laughs> if they if they ever were, if they ever were, so. So he was born in 1936. He was uh, he was born in the Panama Canal Zone. Uh, his father he was a lifelong military. I think his uh, three generations back were all military men, were all Marines. Um, so his early life was naval training, uh, uh, Vietnam War, where he was uh, shot down, taken prisoner of war, uh, beaten up a lot, uh, tortured for I think two years, if I'm not mistaken. Um, during those two years, his father became. Uh, uh, was it head of the army or head of the um, head of the navy? I believe. <laughs> and uh, when they did that, like they they like offered it to release him, and then he refused to because there is a code in the army that if you're taken prisoner of war, you're not allowed. They tell you not to let yourself be used as a political prisoner. So first man taken prisoner is the first man released, you know. And he refused to be released because of his his father's. Uh, uh, I don't know what you call it. Um, position, I guess. Yeah. Where right. you also uh, really interesting also. I don't know if you guys watched the uh the Ken Burns documentary about Vietnam that came out last year or the year before maybe, very recently. They do a whole so segment the in there about John seen. McCain. Yeah, he's really good, but they do a whole segment about there in about John McCain being taken prisoner and you know, they force you, they beat you until you just reached a breaking point and then they would force you to record videos praising your captors and uh shitting on the US and the war and stuff. And he did it, but uh, a lot like a lot of the people in Vietnam, I believe he like, I believe he was one of the men that were blinking in Morse code torture uh, to yeah. let people home know they were not, they didn't believe what they were saying. And then when they were when the U.S. press reported it and it got back to you know the Vietnamese, they beat the hell out of them even more and tortured them worse than they had before. Yeah, and he even references that in a couple uh, speeches that I saw highlighted since he's passed on. Where he talks about how he doesn't quite go into details, but he talks about the beatings and said, you know, they broke me completely. Like, yeah, I, I read a quote that like it, every man is a breaking point, and they found mine. Uh, yeah. There was I I know I read something that he was at one point uh, planning suicide while a prisoner of war, and they found they, all they said was they found the preparations that he'd been making, 
yeah. they stopped him. So I don't know what that means, if he'd been collecting enough to hang himself or something, I assume. Yeah, or something to stab himself, something like that. Yeah, when he got out, uh, he, he kind of set his sights on becoming a representative. Uh, he had a lot of uh, interest in the current events, back, especially back in the, uh, the 70s and the 80s when uh, Vietnam was winding down. There was still a lot of uh, kind of actually not unlike the uh, area we find ourselves in today. <laughs> Both sides right. were, were very venomous in their hate of each other. Um, he, the, the, so the weird, I guess the thing I'd forgotten about, or I, yeah, I guess I had forgotten about it because I didn't know it, but he had had a first wife when he was, um, taken prisoner of war who, while he was a prisoner of war, got into a car accident and was paralyzed. And then I believe, I don't know if he cheated on her, but he divorced her shortly after he got back and married a new woman. Mm -hmm. Um, now I have, I, I don't know. I've, I've read that they were like on good terms, but I don't know, you know, I'm not going to speculate on anybody's marriage. Yeah. I had heard that he had cheated on her, but that was coming from Trump supporters who like to use that against everyone else except for Trump. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, and when so you and when they haven't really cheated, it. and when they haven't cheated on their wife, you just claim that they killed, you know, our former president, Babies and that'll do the job. <laughs> that, that being that being said, it's disappointing that that was even part of the story through through his death. Like, right. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that... Well, you can't erase you know, what people did. I mean, he, if you find that to be no. the ultimate shitty thing and he did it, then you'd probably think that, hey, that's a shitty thing to do. So yeah, my, absolutely. My problem is it's not it, it, evenly it, applied to everyone, which, again, is a, a running theme of my outrage throughout this podcast is that some people just give their side a pass. So... Yeah, yeah and that is, that's, <laughs> that is shitty. Mitch. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... That was... That was it was the the most ironic statement that's ever been uttered on the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so going back to McCain, he uh, he he was always in the spotlight. He gained national visibility really quickly after he uh, after he became a senator. Um, he gave a really well deserved spe- a well received speech at the eighty eight Republican National Convention. Uh, the press was speculating at the time that he would be a vice presidential uh one of the high like on the short list to be the vice presidential running mate for bush uh that he was not uh he did he was invo- uh embroiled in a couple scandals in the 80s um i don't remember exactly what they were they were he's part of a group of like five senators that were give put, gave law lawful political contra- uh, contributions to um a guy named keating jr and like it ended up being used on like pri- private jets and stuff Hmm. Um, so I know there, like he he always had uh, kind of a weird streak in him, or at least a controversial streak. He really he gained a, a reputation as an independent. He often took pride in breaking from his party, um, which you know you can claim what you want about that. He I know I saw a uh, a report on five thirty eight right after he died, looking at how he voted, and and it was pretty clear that he voted along party lines during election years, and then broke with them when he didn't yeah. have to, yeah. you know didn't have to run uh, probably a pretty Although, standard practice but i think he deviated yeah. more than the average senator would yeah and yeah plus, i mean that was for one so of the... long in in areas like him in arizona they liked him they that's their guy they weren't going well, off and that's so always the rest of the country that's always that was always one of the reasons that i had a lot of respect for john mccain i didn't always agree with his policies um, or his ideology, but I. But you look at his voting record, and you can see clearly that, like, yeah, of course they're going to use politics and shit. Claire McCaskill has gone really to the right in Missouri. There's a reason for that. Um, 
and John McCain's no different, but he definitely is somebody who didn't stick to that party line throughout, which is, I, in my opinion, that's a good thing. That's that's not a bad thing. Um, so I, yeah, I, I mean, I guess it depends on the issue. It, it depends yeah, on the issue I'm you're more. talking about, but but I do like a person that's willing to break with their party line, you know? Yeah, I mean, Just we're going to talk principle. about it here in a moment. Yeah, I think that when it came to the Obamacare and all that, then I think there's a bit of a gray area yeah. there. Well, yeah, and before we get I there, will say, too, go I, ahead. I was going to talk about his 2000 presidential campaign, which we had kind of touched on, but uh, do you guys remember how contentious that got? Because I was, we were, I guess we were all still pretty young, too young to vote in it, but uh, it was the first one that I kind of paid attention to. But do you remember during the primary, the, the muckraking that they got up to? Between Bush and McCain? No, not I'm, that I can remember. So the smear the smear campaign claimed that McCain had fathered a black child out of wedlock. Uh, that's, uh, and that's actually not true. The McCains have a dark-skinned daughter that was adopted from Bangladesh. They also uh-huh. claimed that his wife Cindy was a former drug addict, that McCain himself was a homosexual, that he was a, quote, Manchurian <laughs> candidate that what? was either a traitor or mentally unstable from his North Vietnamese POW days. Jesus. Um, now, the Bush campaign... The Bush campaign denied involvement in it, but I do believe it came out that, like, yeah, they'd given money to to smear him, you know. They did the same thing. I don't know thing, how much uh, they directly knew what they were going to say, but, like— It's the dossier. The intention was, yeah. the, the intention was to hurt him. It clearly— and George yeah. W. Bush did the same thing during George H. W. Bush's election when they had the guy who— they ran that whole campaign, of, I guess the guy they were running against— let this prisoner out, got him out, and then he ended up killing someone or something. And so they just, they ran that whole thing through the back channels. So yeah. that's par for the course. Again, everyone does that. Integrity of the office, my ass. Anyway. It yeah. is, yeah. I mean, there, I, I don't think there is any integrity when it comes to the political figures personally, but uh, it's just funny to me that even back then, like, the Manchurian candidate who was a stooge for another country was still a thing right. you were throwing at people. <laughs> the thing that he is later yeah, accusing except- our, our current president of. And it always looks silly di- in hindsight. Look at you, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> the difference well, is this yeah. time it's real. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Except, yeah, this time it has uh, some credibility this at least. This time. This time, I swear. Trust me. <laughs> so he did end up losing, uh, was it, like 42 to 53, uh, the the uh, primary. Um, he even said at the time of Bush, there's a, uh, I believe there's a special place in hell for people like those. Which is just funny that we can, because when you cut to his funeral, Bush and Obama were very prominently displayed. Um, yeah. They both gave speeches. I know B- Obama gave a speech that was largely seen and analyzed as being a um, a swipe at Trump without ever bringing up his name. His name was never mentioned, but there were several times we're, that people's we'll comments that were taken second. to be. Yeah. yeah. So uh, after that, we have what we know him best for, which is running against Obama in 2008. Mm-hmm. After his third, no, we, we know him best for uh, after the start of his fourth term, of getting Sarah Palin. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So interestingly yeah, enough, but... at his funeral, he did not invite Sarah Palin. She was snubbed. <laughs> that's uh, not that. That's not that surprising. He no. He even no. he he came out uh, a couple months ago and said that was the biggest political mistake he'd ever made was picking Sarah Palin as running partner. I still. And it's hard not to see that I, as not costing him the election in some way. No. Yeah. Absolutely. No bullshit. I call bullshit on that. He he was not going to win that that election because we had we were coming off of a Bush, Bush administration that had pushed us so far into an unpopular war that there was the Republicans were not going to win that election. Yeah, no but I think I, I, so, do think I that think it you was had like a, Barack Obama's time. Like I think that he, regardless of what his policies were and anything, it was his time to win. Hil- he Hillary, Hillary Clinton. Aside. Yeah. It, it, Hillary Clinton would have won that election had it not been Barack Obama. 
Well, yeah, but and probably uh, Jeb I mean, Bush would have won if it wasn't. That's a Trump. safe bet. Yeah. Um, but so I, I we I was gonna ask you guys because I didn't know you guys during 2008. You know, I've only known you. I knew you guys through the Obama years, right at the tail right. end of Obama into Trump. So like I I didn't get like what were your impressions of McCain back then? Because I know. The thing I would say is that a lot of so, Democratic uh, news outlets that are claiming that like McCain was this man of integrity, if you flash back to 2008, they were oh, probably they saying him. some pretty vile things about him. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right. And again, it's the same same fucking thing. Vilify, vilify. Look at all the horrible things they said about Mitt Romney. And then whenever he came out against Trump, they're like, we fucking love Mitt Romney. <laughs> it was like, well, and then part, it's of it's, part of it's coming out against Trump. Part of it's dying. We, we, yeah. we tend to – we canonize or, we, you know, we – we put people on a pedestal when they die, and we don't tend yeah. to remember the bad things. Right. So be, me back in 2008, um, this was uh, – I was watching a lot of MSNBC. Um, How I, dare you? I know, right? And I believed it. Like <laughs> I just, well, So what's different me. about now? Isn't that what you – like? isn't that your sole source of news at this point? <laughs> <laughs> MSNBC? He hate, no, you hate watching every time? <laughs> Rudders is my, my main source of news. No, but back then I used to watch – uh, MSNBC and all those, and was really and was really fooled by them into thinking that Republicans were evil. I mean, I think everyone else my age did. We all just thought Republicans were fucking evil because they kept telling us we were. And, and so for so that, I didn't even pay attention to McCain. Uh, Obama was my guy. I voted for Obama. Um, I wasn't a big fan of Bush uh, back then because again, I didn't really look into anything. Just everyone my age was saying he was a asshead, and so I said, okay, yeah, sure, he must be. So it well, wasn't I mean, until, to be fair, uh, he did lie lie about a uh, to start a war. So he yeah, yeah, kind of is an but, asshole. Yeah, but it wasn't until 2012. You, just, you can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, again, back, we could debate that. That's me avoiding a long-winded debate and just going to the <laughs> sticking on top. That is certainly avoiding it. Yeah. Again. So, but going back to 2012, that's whenever I decided I'm going to actually watch the um, the Republican primaries. And then I saw Rick Santorum and uh, what's his name, Mitt Romney, and all those guys saying, uh, you know, Ron Paul giving all of their opinions. And I was like, oh, these guys actually have some points here. And then I got really into economics and I was like, oh, okay. And then it just kind of drifted away from the Democratic Party as seeing, in my opinion, there are policies not really working and more of a feel good policy and not being, you know. So I didn't give McCain a chance back in the day. I just didn't. You know, I didn't care what he had to say. And I thought Sarah Palin was goofy. So <laughs> that's Sarah, just kind of where yeah, I was at. I think, I think Sarah Palin was – wasn't that the 2008 election? Is that the year of, like, the Michelle Bachmans and the – or was no, that Michelle after? Bachman was, was that 2012. Was that, was, she was yeah. during the Mitt Romney. 12 or 10? I think she might have been in there no, as well. No, I'm no, I'm not saying I'm not saying running for president. I you're I know you're right about that. When she got in, do you remember the what was the election with Christine O'Donnell? The the uh, Wiccan woman who thought Wiccan that masturbating woman. would would fucking send you to hell. And we don't know um, that it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we do. We're all going to show up and hell be like, God damn it! All right, it, fine. God it was it. the election of uh, 2008. With yeah. Was it? Yeah. Joe Joe Biden defeated Republican Christine O'Donnell. That's what I'm reading. That's what it was. Yeah. She looks Christine a O'Donnell. lot like uh, Rachel Ray, by the way. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> yeah. 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 So that's that that was a weird year, especially since he picked Sarah Palin and it was like, Man, these these guys just keep getting more yeah, interesting. I think it, it was I again back in that it was the big deal that Barack Obama was gonna be the first black president. That was a big yeah. headline. More so I also than think than, too, 
I, I wouldn't say that I didn't give McCain a chance. I wasn't a Republican. I wasn't. I was very much more liberal then than I am now. But I right. also was on that Obama hope and change train too. So, right. I they didn't want to get McCain. I didn't yeah. want McCain to be president. But what I will say is that I don't like. Again, I don't think he would have been no matter who the. I just. I don't think Republicans were going to win no matter who the Democrat was in that election. Yeah, I don't Bush think so either. Kind of. Bush put a bad taste in everybody's mouth. Um, well, I don't know. You put Hillary Clinton against John McCain. I, I, I think McCain you put Hillary be. Clinton in. You put Hillary Clinton in two thousand eight. I don't think so. I think that I don't know. politics. I think politics has turned a lot uglier since then. Yeah, but still, I still don't think a lot of people liked uh, Hillary Clinton. She's not Bill Clinton. A lot of people don't, and people don't really like Bill Clinton anymore either. So yeah. Although again, I will say most of the controversies that came out when she ran in 2016 were post 2008 uh, controversies. So I don't know yeah. if they would have had they would have had to big di- dig back to the 90s, which probably would yeah. have been a little harder for them to obstruct. You know to yeah, but that was also to, one of her to main, main claim, yeah claims for the office was I've been Secretary of State, which didn't happen until yeah. after 2008. So yeah. if we so, if if we flash forward to within the Donald Trump era of politics and John McCain. Um, that's where I feel like the story gets the most interesting only because it's at the end of the story. And I well, think that, that McCain became the most outspoken critic on the GOP side of, yeah. to Trump. And let's, let's take a flashback to remember how it happened. So back during the 2016 Republican primaries, uh, Donald Trump was trying to be seen as very tough militarily. As, as a commander-in-chief, he wanted to make it sound like he would be tough. And so they talked about waterboarding. And he said, yeah, we'll bring it back. We want to bring it back. We're going to bring back all of this stuff. We're going to do it. And that's when McCain came out and said, that's a terrible idea. We should not bring back waterboarding. Torture doesn't get you anything. And then Trump responded when they asked him, what do you think about that? He said, well, I like people who weren't captured. And that's what started their rivalry right there and obviously it's yeah. a pretty fucking big one <laughs> so, yeah. yeah that's how it started um and then he became a, a very obviously even more so outspoken against trump um yeah and then we flash well, forward but there's to also McCain's, there's mccain's great revenge story during the uh, repealing of obamacare which we party. covered you or you guys covered maybe before i was even on the show regularly yeah. uh the thumb of doom <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Fucking still, Caesar, still, Caesar McCain's thumb points down. That w- no, yeah, I went back and wa- rewatched that moment, and it is even more dramatic than I than I remembered it being. It's just it is a no, yeah. especially TV moment when you consider the man had just got an operation for brain surgery, flew against his doctor's wishes across the country from uh, Arizona to Washington, <laughs> walked in, didn't even say a word, got everyone's attention, thumbs down, and we, we might as well like pull out a mic from morning. his pocket and just dropped it. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and fucking, yeah. Like, yeah, and then I love uh, Mitch McConnell is sitting there trying to look like the mob boss that's like standing next to the podium trying to intimidate him, but he's fucking yeah. oh, God. Mitch McConnell is not fucking intimidating. So. <laughs> I, I want to make a I want to make a bold prediction that they're going to make a new movie on John McCain starring Woody Harrelson, and that's going to be like the <laughs> culminating moment. There we go. Do you want me to come on put, HBO. put it on the board? Put it on the board. Yeah, you put that on the board. I'm going to put it on the board. I'll start, so ma- I'll start writing won't. it now. <laughs> Yeah, no, but I think I think in go ahead. So when it's all said and done, so now that we'll get to his his funeral here, um, and so this past week has been McCain week, um, and I, you, yeah. you're right. We do put people on a pedestal once they've they've passed, and I'm certainly not happy that 
you know, he passed. Obviously, we, we know that that was the way it was going to go. I didn't think it was going to be quite so quick when they said, you know, yeah, hey, it was he's the, going to stop the doing day after the next day. Yeah, it was very shocking. I think, like, whoa. Um, I think, do you, okay, so like, did you guys see the bad timing that happened with, uh, I talked to Brandon about this, but. Um, uh, oh, yes. The woman who is running in his district, I believe, or or something, she made the comment the day they released the info that he was going off his meds, she was interviewed on TV and she said, well, they're just releasing this to mess with my campaign. It was just a political move. And then the next day he died. Oh. Um, so I assume her political career is over at this point. Well, you never know. Some people are forgiving. You know, yeah, it's a stupid thing to know. say, but I wouldn't say it's like, all right, damn you to hell now. Like, okay. Yeah. said something stupid. I, I doubt that anybody chooses to go off of their life-saving medication to mess with yeah. an opponent that they probably, you know, yeah, they barely registering the at the end of their life. The time was close. So... Again, speaking honestly, I'm sad that he's he's gone, but I really was no fan of John McCain, especially in this last couple of years. I just couldn't. Yeah, I mean, I'll admit all. that I, I didn't, didn't vote like for him either. He, I didn't like anything he was doing. I didn't like how petty he was at the end, and which was kind of funny because they they set it up like his, um, you know, his funeral and all that. But even a bunch of news outlets were running out that it was basically designed just to be a big middle finger to Trump. And that's petty. oh yeah, like to me that's a fucking I mean, petty he, thing to do, and it's like well right. okay, but like, let's be let's be completely honest. Had Trump been there, Trump would have made it all about himself. Oh yeah, if he had been yeah, asked yeah, to give a I don't think that he should have been. Yeah, I don't think he should. Let's have been also invited. let let's also be a hundred percent honest. John McCain is every single thing that Donald Trump is not. So yeah, you like saying like, that because you like jumping on yeah, the, with everything else. Yeah, beca- yeah, because he is. He is. Mm-hmm. Donald, Donald Trump's not honorable. He's not a fucking leader. John McCain is. And whether you uh, agree with his political ideology. Petty. I mean, that's what I don't get. Everyone keeps trying to pretend like he's the most honorable guy ever as if he wasn't petty. Like the, the whole piss party thing was petty. We called every, that out multiple every, times yeah, on the, everyone's, on the program. Everyone's petty. He's not petty enough to shit on our fucking war heroes, bro. They're both like, petty. I think that Obama's not petty. I think that George Bush is kind of petty. Okay, but if you if well, you know but if we saying? go back to what you just said started the started the thing, it was Trump saying we're going to use torture. McCain, who'd been tortured, being like that's not yeah. a good idea, and then Trump being like, "Well, you're not a war hero." Someone yeah. clearly escalated that more than the other. Oh yeah, totally. But then again, he did. It's not like he was this great for. They kept talking about how he was a great. I love person that would just I love forgive people I, and everything. It's like, well, he didn't. He was being petty up until the end. So I like this idea too that we should that we shouldn't politicize uh, a everyone funeral politicizes everything, yeah, of a fucking politician. Like, yeah. it's an oxymoron. Um, <laughs> so his, the speeches his funeral um, ver- was very much a middle finger to Trump, though. Every oh, speech they were given was, you know, was uh, we need to rise above this, you know, petty modern day squabble. It was they did not think, mention his name once, but it was very clear who they were all talking about. Yeah, oh, but time. I I also I also think it was something that America needed to hear because well, that's how Trump, politicians so are supposed think. No, I hate people that aren't fucking politicians posing as people who are politicians. Like the fact of the matter <laughs> is, I want to hear that America is great, not that America fucking sucks because of all the bad brown people. Well, that's the difference between John McCain and great. Donald Trump. <laughs> what? Chris Cuomo's out there saying America was never great, so I don't save, know. Save that, save that for the end of the show, my man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, the speeches so, came out, and uh, if anyone listening hasn't had a chance to listen to the speeches, uh, the big one, the big three, I know um, I still haven't heard uh, Larry Fitzpatrick or Larry Fitzgerald, his speech, which I wanted to see. Um, 
But that's fine. Um, Me- so uh, Megan McCain was the other big one that came out. I haven't seen hers. The only one, the only three that I watched that were really good were um, Joe Biden's, which I thought was incredible. I thought it was a really good speech. He, he got mad. He got pretty animated and was in at the pettiness as well. It was just like, we need to stop fucking treating each other like shit and pretending like none of us have integrity, which I thought was a really good message. And some people were a little uncomfortable, yeah. but now, whatever. How much, how much do you think that Biden's speech was uh, a prelude to a 2020 run? Um, I don't know. The only problem I have with Biden is I feel like he politicizes his own tragedies. I feel like every time he talks, he's going to bring up his wife and daughter who were killed in a car crash, and and especially only in a political terms. And Brandon, you know that I've had conversations with you before criticizing him for it. It seems like any time that there's political area to gain, he brings them up. He brought them up in this speech. So that tells me that, yes, he's going to be running. Uh, mm. if that, whether that's going to work or not, I don't know. We'll see. I don't dislike yeah. Biden, but the Democratic Party has pretty much very fervently said no old people, no old white males, no old white females. We're doing Which is so weird coming from a party that's run by Schumer and Warren. Well, they aren't going to be for long. People <laughs> of color are the ones that no. are going to be running. Schumer, Schumer needs to be kicked out now. The amount of yeah, stuff already trying to kick out, letting um, go. Uh, bring uh, bring it back to McCain. Bring yeah. it back to McCain. <laughs> we'll, we'll get into this at the end of the show. All right. So, but and then uh, George W. Bush. His speech was only eight minutes long, but I thought it was the best speech uh, of the whole. I, I haven't seen every speech, yeah. but of those three, I thought he had the best speech. Did uh, you guys? Obviously, his was written for him, and Obama seemed like he had written it himself. Um, yeah, Obama tends to to not write his speeches, but he at least rewrites them a little bit to give them his own voice. From yeah. what I've heard. Did you guys see the moment that got just widely shared among the, um, I mean, the, the media that has nothing else to talk about, the little hard candy moment between the Bushes and the Obamas? No. So I guess they were all four sitting next to each other, the Obamas on the left, the Bushes on the right, and I don't remember who it was. One of the, I think, um, uh, I don't remember if it was George Bush or his wife. One of them gave a piece of hard candy to Michelle Obama. They, like, passed it through each other, and it was caught on camera, and it was widely shared throughout, like, Why? every feel-good, like, newspaper out there. I don't get it. I don't either. It's one of those things where I was like, <laughs> man, like, there's already so much news to cover. Why are you covering something that doesn't – unless is someone that, choked on the hard candy, there's symbolism? no reason to cover it. <laughs> is somebody – I don't know. Is that supposed to be symbolic for something? Take some hard candy? I don't get it. I think George was Bush was like, though. remember, <laughs> George Bush was like, it's not a pretzel. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> you don't have to worry. <laughs> so overall, do so, you guys uh, – so McCain's rating, his poll numbers, really dropped with Republicans and really rose with Democrats over the last two years. Yeah. Do you think that's how he's forever going to be remembered as a hero to the left and a villain to the right now? Yeah. Well, he set himself mm-hmm. up like this. And, again, this this funeral alone, like they said, he tailored all of this to be a gigantic Christmas present for the left. So yeah. I mean, he, 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 like, he personally planned get, most of it, didn't he? He yeah, asked like the he, people to give a speech. Yeah. Yeah. He, and, it said, and they had come out and said, like, no, if it looks like this is a big present, Christmas present to the left, it's because it was intended to be. So – you, you can make with that whatever you want. Again, like me personally, I did not enjoy what McCain was doing this, these past couple of years. Um, I thought he was extremely petty when it came to the, the piss tapes and the dossier and all of that shit. 
It's because um, you don't believe that the piss tapes are real, but no, I you'll don't. learn. <laughs> we <laughs> shall yeah, see. I think it's dumb. Again, I'm always going to look back to that moment when they caught him and he was trying to run away and get trying to go through that door that wouldn't open and he was just like trying to escape it any way he could. And I was like, this get this is full of shit. So I yeah. didn't. I, yeah, the I'm, piss I'm tapes sad are he's real. dead. I'm yeah, sad. it's almost like someone if, someone gives conflicting stories on why they met with uh, you know Russians. Yeah, yeah. I was talking about <laughs> no. Democrats and Republicans. <laughs> no, 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 this time. no. We, no, can, no we can get off topic so easily. I love it. <laughs> it's no, not like the Democrats my, with the deafening silence. My my no is stay on track. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to go there. I know what the next segment sounds like. I already yeah. did it a week ago. Um, so yeah. overall, do you guys have any? Do you guys have any predictions I, about um, who will replace McCain? Like, because obviously they want to get someone who's going to be more loyal to Trump, but they're also I, yeah, I have no idea. wanting to get someone whose McCain's wife will. Um, will get behind and support. I know her name was floated for a little bit, but I don't, I don't I doubt they would ever go with her because she's another wild card just like her husband probably, you know, more independent yeah. than they want. But they're trying to strike a balance now between finding someone that will support the president more than McCain did and giving them another seat, you know, to try to get more power, but someone who right. can also appeal to the McCain base where he was hugely popular and probably more so now that he died in his home state. Well, I don't Marine know. Airwall. Again, those yeah. those were Republicans voting for him all those years, and then he didn't really have an election that was coming up. You know what I mean? So he didn't get to he didn't get to have the consequences of his hard left deviation towards the end of his life. So we don't know. Yeah, we I mean that no might have been partially because he knew that his life was ending, and that you know yeah. if, if he did get a fifth term, it was I, it wasn't he was never. I don't think he it. he thought that. I think that he legitimately was taken aback by this cancer diagnosis. Um, and that was and just, one of the best parts of Joe Biden's speech because obviously Bo Biden died of brain cancer uh, last year, and they were talking. His about, speech was a tearjerker, man. It was, yeah, and it was just a good yeah. speech. I, I, I think that when it comes to eulogies, uh, George Bush had the best speech. I think when it just comes to yeah. the speeches in general, well, I think that Joe Biden had had the best. And, and I'm not trying to. I'm really not trying to make this like a, a political thing, but we can all agree that like Trump is not very good at delivering speeches. Prepared, right? He's very good at talking off the cuff. You know, right. he's probably better at some politicians than that in in certain ways, but he's not as good at reading a speech as Obama or Biden or Bush was. I think Trump does just fine when he's on the teleprompter. <clears throat> I think that he he comes off just as uh, George W. Bush. I, did. I almost think it's the opposite. Every time I've seen him, when he seems to be reading from the teleprompter, he seems to not be saying it in a genuine way. But when he's just speaking, oh, like yeah. he, when he has notes in his head, I think he's better. But this is coming from me. I don't think that Obama's a good speaker. I don't find him to be a good orator. I know a lot of people do, and I don't really understand why. I mean, Brandon have had this conversation about a hundred times. I don't. Yeah, see you're it. wrong. I, I know you think that. I mean, I, I guess I don't. I guess see that's it. how I watched his speech this last time, and I was just like, it's genuine, but it's not a great speech. And it's see, that's how not- I feel about Trump. Like, I think he it's genuine, whatever way, either he believes it or he's espousing it. But I don't believe yeah. it's a well. A well oh, I don't think because he gets either. off topic so often. He doesn't finish statements. He will he'll start reading from a teleprompter and then inject his own thoughts. And then half the time, if you read it, you can't tell what he's saying because you almost have to hear the cadence of it to get what he's you know. <laughs> a a yeah, lot of the times, the transcript of it doesn't work for me. Yeah, I don't think we've had a great speaker be president since Bill Clinton. In my opinion, I think he was the last great speaker. I know that people think Obama's great, and that's fine. They can't. Yeah, I, did you think Bill was that good of a speaker? I thought he was okay, but he had a— Who? Bill Clinton. I never thought he I was thought that was great. I thought he was a great speech. Yeah, I thought he was great. 
I guess I always thought I, that he tried to come off a little more um, bumbling rural cowboy than he really was. Yeah, you know, that's kind like of Arkansas. his style to be like, "Hey, y'all, it's, I'm about give yeah, it's that uh, <laughs> that Frank that Frank Underwood thing of ramping up your southernness when you're at yeah. home, you know." Well, it's funny because Hillary Clinton did the same thing until she got to the national stage. Then her accent just disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but when Shay yeah. was running for Arkansas, <laughs> I used to laugh so hard. I was like, "You don't talk like that," but. You know, what are you gonna do? All it's right. like when you run in Missouri and you say Missouri. What are you gonna do? Yeah, I don't vote for people that say Missouri. That's my it'll hard be, line. It, <laughs> That's my hard line. I'm not stepping over it. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be interesting to see though what what comes after John McCain. Um, it'll be interesting it, to see who takes it, a spot. I'll give you a clue. And, no and how piss it tapes. Shapes it. Is it? Um, it? It's picked, right? Like it's not. It's not an election, is it? No, mm-hmm. it's appointed. He'll be appointed by the, uh, I believe, the governor of Arizona. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then which is why they need they can, during the normal yeah. normal structure. And and gotcha. the and the man who's appointing it is a very hard Trump supporter. So there's a very good chance we're going to get someone yeah. who's more in line with Trump's priorities. And essentially, what everyone was saying was that Trump's or uh, that McCain's death signaled like the end of the moderate. GOP in the same way that Cortez getting elected might signal the end of the moderate liberal. Yeah, they're, they're both going to more extreme trip, man. Yeah, yeah. It's an like I said, certainly think the, obstruction, uh, the obstructionism is bad now. Just wait till the Democrats get back in power, and you've got a lot of pissed off Trump. Well, what's even worse is that if they get the House and they're able to uh, launch all these investigations, but then you have a Senate that's still controlled by the GOP, which is just passing legislation and uh, you know. Uh, confirming yeah. people at an alarming rate, you could have two sides of the the country essentially at odds, which would be they could just break down, kind of historic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. It's fucking yeah. stupid. Interesting, Everything stupid. Interesting it, it, time. This, his his death set off a lot of like it just maybe the timing, but it seems like it set off this mad dash till November and what is going to be the future of our country, with the, which at this point is like a fucking coin toss up in the air. I don't know, man. It's looking more and more blue. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. It, it is. Before I, it got really it, blue but it was and looking, it came back to the middle. But it was you looking know? real Clinton in, in 16, man. What are you saying? It was looking it. real Clinton in 2016. Never say never. Yeah, it's true. And don't believe any of the polls that they report on because they're always the outliers every well, and the time. And the polls, too. The polls are showing likely Democrat. That doesn't mean if you know if there's a 15 or 20% chance, yeah, that's still swung, a pretty they've, decent they've chance. Left that the, in the past three weeks like consistently it has but every we platform we still have a, a month and a half to go two months to go so i days something like that yeah i i in political terms 59 days we'll be talking about something so different that mccain will seem like two years ago yeah that's the way it moves nowadays breaking details on michael cohen's plea deal Uh, Among other things, uh, he is pleading guilty to campaign finance violations and saying that essentially the money he paid to women during the campaign, Michael Cohn, as the president's personal attorney, was hush money and that he did it at the direction of the candidate. Doesn't name that candidate, but everyone in the world knows that would be Donald J. Trump. Paul Manafort, guilty, convicted on eight counts, including false tax returns, failing to file foreign bank account reports, and two counts of bank fraud. The judge declaring a mistrial in the remaining 10 counts. Another Trump ally cooperating with investigators, and this one's gaining immunity for doing so. 
The Wall Street Journal reporting David Pecker, who runs the National Enquirer and is a longtime friend of Trump's, worked with federal prosecutors in the Michael Cohen investigation and discussed the deals the two men brokered to quash bad press about the president prior to the 2016 election. The the obvious big I haven't I haven't hashtag obvious it for a long time. Hashtag but, obviously. Um Right, right. Let's talk about Trump's bad we'll say week, but it's a bad week. It's been a couple of weeks. It's it's not mm, it's this not was a, Cohen was not this week. Cohen was last week. Okay. So Yeah, if you want to put it that way. Was so, it Thursday? Well, a bad couple of weeks on top of a bad two years. Is that the way you want to put it? <laughs> a bad presidency. Um, yeah, the, they called th- it. That's um, low hanging fruit. I'll, the, ca- yeah. I'll call no, it. No, but I, mean, I think it's important that the Drudge Report, which has been like kind of on Trump's side for a lot of this, called they ran the headline uh, "Trump's Hell Hour." Yeah, they came out literally within forty minutes of each other. Well, the big, yeah. the, the big the, thing is that what Manafort trial, um, Manafort trial gets its conclusion right. for at least this part portion eight, of it. Eight of uh, eighteen counts he yep. was found guilty on. Right. Ten uh, that he got hung on, and then he will be retried on on the same day that Michael Cohen Which, walked into a courtroom across the country and said, "Hey, by the way, Donald Trump told me." To fuck it. Well, he didn't say Donald Trump's name. No, he, he said, said it at the direction of a, a candidate pol- for federal office. Right, which we all know that means a, yes. Right, know. was it's unless so, there's some bombshell that he was working for Hillary also and getting paid. Like <laughs> right. he was so desperate for money. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Stormy Daniels' lawyer was basically working for Cohen like back in the day. So shit. <laughs> Same so, fucking thing. so not a good day. So, that was last Friday, right? Not yeah. not a good weekend for Trump. I it was Thursday, but that's fine. Yeah. Interesting to me. Did you guys hear about the uh, the so it came out that one juror is the reason that um, they got hung on 10 Which, counts. Duh. Did you hear about why, though? So the only person to talk was a, uh, a pro-Trump woman named Paula uh, Duncan, mm-hmm. and she said that uh, um, she, that she personally believed Manafort had been targeted and harassed by special counsel, counsel Robert Mueller's team, but that did not influence how she considered the evidence. She also said right. that politics didn't play a role with the other jurors except for one who said that uh, the one holdout prevented them from reaching consensus – to convict on seven of the nine counts of bank fraud and three of the four counts of failing to uh, declare foreign bank a- uh, accounts. She said, quote, mm-hmm. she, she kept saying, I, uh, I want to review my notes. When we asked her to explain her side, she could just she really couldn't give us a good reason. She just said she had reasonable doubt. And she yeah. hung them up and they had to do, you know. Which, so again, all you need is one Trump supporter. Yeah. I have no problem with reasonable doubt. You should be able to explain why you have reasonable doubt, though. Right. That's, that's the thing that yeah. would bug me. But again, like, I get I'm not, it, but she I'm did not also... upset about the verdict. Yeah, I'm not either. I think that just sit there and just say, oh, well, it's because she was a Trump supporter. Well, she did convict him on the other eight accounts. Yeah, so that's fine. And she then so was this it. woman talking was a Trump supporter. There was more than yeah. one. Yeah. And apparently the way she was talking, she said it didn't influence the other jurors. So I would believe that, I mean, basically, I math, I another talking quote, about 40% of the population supports Trump, then how many out of 12, you know, five, six? Right. Probably five would be right. pro-Trump or at least independent. I think independent. The, the one that, that stood out to me, the um, quote that they put out from her said was, I really wanted Manafort not to be guilty, but he was. So I had to, I yeah. had to to put it that way. To me, it's like I'm the, sure people the, in the Clinton era thought the same thing when yeah. all those people got taken down. I was like, I, I, I wish this wasn't because they didn't think the council was. I want to know. Yeah, I want to do. You I know. would love her explanation for reasonable doubt, though, because one thing that's what be, she was saying. Well, she was like, it, it was clear to them that even as a Trump supporter, this guy was guilty, <laughs> except for this one person who just wouldn't right. convict. But I mean, she was able to convict on these eight counts. Her her real big thing came down to Gates. It was everything Gates testified on she didn't want to convict him of. Because I think so she bought the idea that Gates was 
being paid had, off or had something. His hand in the cookie jar is the way the prosecutor or the defendant's defense was saying it. Yeah, he I'm, was responsible. He I'm was shaking to put it my head back and forth. Right okay, now. this is. I a mean, it's a better shake to, your head moment. It's a better <laughs> defense than fucking blaming your wife that we just saw in the. <laughs> yeah, that's that's. What fair. was his name? Does anybody remember the murderer? The no, no, the guy that just got called but, out for let's, uh, let's, ca- campaign donations and oh. his his. His reasoning Duncan, was something Duncan. Something Duncan. His reasoning was, um, uh, it was my like my campaign chair, who is his wife. Yeah. she was doing it. They're still married, which I predict won't last. <laughs> so let's no. um, let's let's do the Manafort first. Let's, let's yeah, break let, into that. Well, and let's dissect. What? Now, <laughs> go ahead. They've been going after him for a while, so it's not like this is new. They've wanted Manafort for what since two thousand six when they started investigating him. Yeah. So they were just trying to get some way to get him in front of the jury and, and to convict him. So they did that. And again, we knew that he was probably guilty. Uh, even back during the election, whenever, as soon oh, as yeah. they brought as up Russia. My favorite line that, one of my favorite things that you have ever said, Mitch, <laughs> is the, oh, I, as soon as they said Russia, Manafort was, oh, <laughs> I left the oven on. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta take off. Because he did. He was just like, peace, just kidding, don't want to do this, I'll see you guys later, don't yeah, ever look into my shit. I'm head. <laughs> <laughs> so we knew that that was probably going to be, to be guilty. Um. You know that he was going to. Yeah. Well, I think I I want to dissect the idea that a juror could get hung up on oh my god on the Gates stuff, right? Yeah. That means that you bought into the 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 defenses. defenses. But is that realistic? Any like, does common sense say that that's realistic? That Paul Manafort's apprentice was the one who was really doing everything? Well, we have I seen mean, that happen they, in the past. It, it, it's not unreasonable. I think it's 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 you know it's. It has it has happened in the past where someone's not yeah. paying that close of attention and their their subordinates do this. I think they showed pretty incontrovertible incontrovertible proof in court that they did it together. Right? Yeah. Emails of them well, talking that, about that's it. That's my thought. And that's like, why we okay, have juries though, was, yeah. to say I now, don't buy this. She could have taken offense to the fact that Gates wasn't being tried, that he got immunity to flip on his yeah. boss, and then like I mean that could have played a part. Because it does kind of rub you wrong when you're just like, here's this guy just gushing his heart about like this is how but bad you know, I am, but the, I'm okay. The only yeah. reason that you get immunity is for having something. Like, yeah. you have to have something. Well, not necessarily. You can get immunity for saying what they want you to say. So even if it's not necessarily yeah. a slam dunk, yeah, you can you just testify to, no, and man, help their case, to, and they'll give you immunity. You would have immunity. to go to a judge and show evidence to get immunity. Like, yeah, you can say Sometimes whatever they want Sometimes testimony is, is all it takes. Yeah, I mean, it can be, but it has to be very convincing testimony. Yeah. And again, we don't know what exactly this was that Gates presented and everything. So it sounded like he went above and beyond the reasonable I doubt. mean, his testimony was pretty damning. Well, and yeah. my, my thought with the whole Gates But again, thing that's just testimony, is, so he if, has to have yeah. evidence to back it up. If Gates is the one who is the who's the real bad guy here, then Manafort doesn't, like, he doesn't know about it, right? Yeah. Like, but he does, so clearly they're working together. He well, probably didn't know that Gates doing, was fucking him. Yeah, he was obviously doing other <laughs> right. shit that was bad, too. So it comes down to, is there reasonable doubt that everything that Gates is saying happened actually happened and that he knew about it? And it sounds like a lot of the people were convinced, except for one person. Gotcha. So, but then when it came to what uh, the evidence they had against what Manafort was doing, that it was a slam dunk, and right. uh, all eight counts. Well, and you and you it doesn't figure, really matter. They're going to retry it, right? Absolutely. I mean, yeah. I mean we might be fa- that, and I mean, it, it depends won't, on, and it won't be fucking Ellis. And even this that, time. Like, it, they're going to so. retry it, and this is the only one of two. Yeah, Ellis. When you looked into it, because we we talked about that and the the judge and all that, but it wasn't. When I looked further into it. 
it was only one side of the story. He was chiding not only the def- uh, the prosecution but the defense as well. Yeah, but and he they was were saying like, that he w- that this is all natural that he does that, that a lot of judges treat it that way and that they don't think that he was doing anything abnormal. I think Democrats you think ran so? with it because they it, were upset. It, it might just be because it was that, such a high profile case yeah, that now yeah, we're sure. looking at it. I mean, the same thing with the OJ juror. I mean, the uh, you know you're going to scrutinize it more than right. most people don't pay attention to right. the average. My judge. problem was that, that the coverage was that he's only going after the prosecution, no, and that which wasn't, wasn't true. Wasn't fair. Uh, my major complaint with him is that before the trial started, he made a comment about you guys just want to convict him to get him to flip on the president, right? Which that, we don't. It, you shouldn't say that out loud. You shouldn't. You and should be more impartial, not especially as fair, the judge. Like yeah, you're saying that like this is the reason you want. Like it, no, you're making assumptions. These people are prosecutors. What they should want is to put a guilty right. man behind bars. Let them present their case before yeah. you decide what it's about. And to about. be fair, as we open the show with, they've been trying to do this since 2006, long before right. Trump was president. That's why I don't buy but, into I mean, this. What does whole... that mean? They've been trying to do that because if like if, they've been trying to get Manafort. What, yeah. what does that mean? Like they've, but they've, they've been wanted in, him. Well, or like or that they had a file of like, hey, we've had some alarm bells going off. Because been he's in, been like, yeah. they've been investigating. That's it different since yeah. because that's him, him like submitting f- fake IRS forms and then being like noticing. Yeah, that's not them wanting him. That's just him being an idiot. Yeah, to me, it's on like, his radar. Saying that's fine, yeah. but saying like they wanted him seems like there was a conspiracy well, and of people waiting for well, salivating, and that's and why I think I, that's the case. Kind of like they wanted to get Capone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but you know what I mean. To be there when they wanted to get Capone, it was because he was killing people, right? And, you know. Breaking the law to make millions of hey, dollars. I love Valentine's Day. I don't even care. But <laughs> <laughs> that's, just, that's still to me the weirdest comparison. Quit saying that. Yeah, I know. Like for people who don't know, Trump there, compared Manafort to being treated as El Capone. It was there like, are people don't. out there who have been legitimately targeted that you can compare them to. to what I don't thing. understand is why yeah. anyone Donald. Well, I understand why Donald Trump would do it, but I don't understand why any rational thinking citizen would look at the. Oh, poor Paul Manafort statement and think like, yeah, I buy that. Like, yeah. fuck Paul Manafort. You can see the corruption <laughs> all over that. You can two, look at a picture of him and be like, yeah, two you, words. he probably should be in jail. Two words. Ostrich vest. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real crime. Did you see the, the vest too? It didn't even look cool. No. It just it looked like a, a jacket, fucking vest. jacket. I think vest is coming from the Simpsons because that's literally, the, the Simpsons yeah. predicted this 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah. I thought there was both of them. I thought, Simpsons predicted he had, everything. He had pants too. He had, yeah, was he it? had like the, matching. The jacket no had socks. to go with the pants. No yeah. socks. I want to see yeah. the ostrich underwear. Like. But again, it's not illegal to buy a bunch of shit it's so not. they have to prove that no it's know, just tacky that was, as hell and you should be in fashion jail that was just icing on the they're like what did he spend his money on what do we get to admit into evidence alligator shoes fuck yeah yeah this is gonna be glorious so the, the store he was buying from was like some high-end store on uh what fifth avenue or whatever yeah who had like 11 clients he was the top paying client yeah, yeah. And, and it was paid, all terrible fashion and he paid in fucking you know wire transfers from from illegal accounts mm, I'm, gonna say, I'm gonna say like he's you, not that like when you got a small dick you got an ostrich vest <laughs> you gotta get the ostrich out yeah, damn I, that's I how definitely you... shouldn't have said anything about that client's secret illegal account <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah, so the writing was on the wall for Manafort for a while. Yeah, the bigger, know. the bigger, because I think we all can, like, he was up for 18 counts. We all thought he's going away for a few, probably. So that wasn't a big surprise. Well, well we always have 10, that pardon. Yeah, that's true. Eight, up, but I mean, like, the jury, though. Yeah, Eight out of nine seemed like yeah. what we kind of expected. The, the bigger story was what happened. I don't think it was across the country. I think well, it was three states away. Well, let's talk first to finish up on the Manafort thing about what he 
so he's been charged with eight of the 18 counts. What's the year sentence for the that? The maximum sentence if for all of those eight counts would be about 80 years at this That's, point. But I've read so much that that is unrealistic. More realistically, he's looking at seven to ten. Yeah. yeah. So Which know, still, and, he's and older. Honestly, he would only serve. That's d- still a life sentence to him. Yeah. And even if you only serve five, who wants to serve five years of prison in the twilight of their life with grandchildren? Yeah, yeah, but like... Now they might do time served because he's in jail right now because <laughs> like, they revoked his his uh, his, his bail for yeah for, yeah, for, for trying f- to influence <laughs> yes yeah. <laughs> like, come and then on, it's dude. hung by one guy it's like ooh <laughs> fucking ridiculous stupid Watergate like I'm <laughs> yeah John Oliver awesome I, I, that's it's the greatest term because it just seems like yeah, yeah it's, it's 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 corruption but with just a side of it, like, of just <laughs> stupidity yeah although Watergate was pretty stupid oh it was I mean just anything <laughs> you know when you're taken down with a, by a porn star or a piece of duct tape you know you're in trouble yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah but let's talk about the pardon because this is a very real possibility Trump yeah. has even floated it on Twitter saying you I don't, know, oh I feel really bad I, for him personally yeah, well, there's even reports recently that he's been talking about it with his aides like yeah. inside the White House and if you're to believe be anonymous clear, sources let's be clear he can do this yeah, oh, yeah. he can, he can pardon whoever he wants personally, personally I don't think it's going to play I think that yeah, no, well, that's why he's waiting until after the midterms and they've even they've even even signaled. so I think the Republicans will start to move be upset oh yeah yeah because because dude like then all you're doing is just like you're just trying to get corrupt people off because you know them because yeah. well, you're friends. Well, and again, they gave had... it to Nixon, and it, everything was fine. I mean, obviously that's controversial. He was just resigned because it, he didn't. I mean, that be... also tanked Ford's presidency. There's a reason he yeah. had one term not <laughs> fondly remembered. And you yeah. can actually, it's funny if you look at presidential ratings. Ford's rating was like you know fifty, sixty, or whatever. The moment he pardoned Nixon, in one day, his ratings dropped like I think between ten to twenty points. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, and it's the same thing. They, we've already had GOP senators come out and said like this would be a mistake to pardon him. Yeah, yeah. but we're he so divided right now. I really doubt that it would do any sort of lasting. Oh damage no, to his forty percent isn't going. But what no. I think what would happen is you would have some senators forced to draw a line. And as you, yeah. the more and that's times, all they need. But do you re- the more but hold on, you need hold on. A, do you, we you make them decide? The more I, options you're. Given I think you're given. Yeah. I think you're given the forty. I think the forty percent number is too high. Yeah, I mean, forty four percent. I think he his has base. I think yeah. I think his base is like somewhere around like thirty or thirty five. Well, you're talking about pure base. Yes, pure base. He does yeah. have some independence. Oh yeah, yeah. That's but, why he gets the other. That's why I don't know if you've been looking at the polls yeah, here but lately. What I'm but saying, they are steady at forty four percent. But he when he moved when yeah. he in pardons when he pardons uh, a guy who is obviously guilty, uh, right? Yeah. Of, who's of, been tried in the he's been tried in the the court of public opinion. Right. This had nothing to do with Trump. So Trump should not fucking talk about it. No. Yeah. And that's what he should be saying. His only talking point should be like, I'm really upset that this guy who worked for me or who had any, like... To be fair, that is what he's been saying. That is, but he's also been saying, like, what a poor guy. They unfairly targeted him. Right. Yeah. There was nothing unfair this about is, it. He was this a criminal. is a disgrace yeah. and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Like, and then the moment he was investigated for it, tried to get people to cover up, like, not intimidate, but he tried to coerce people into saying, this is our story. My guess would be that he would wait until one of his last days of the presidency to pardon He him. would do the Chelsea Manning, yeah. Obama. You can't get mad at me. It's my last you thing. You think Donald Fuck Trump, you, you know? after his presidency, gets just, indicted on all the shit that they hold here? No, I don't think so, because you can't bring it back up. Like, once you've, you've put it forward... You've closed the case. You can't be like, oh, okay, now let's, let's no, look at it again. No, I'm saying, like, they're looking into him right now. There, there's a not, lot that they're seeing. They're actually that, not. That's the whole point of being a – the term that they used was an unindicted co-conspirator, which is basically like an unconvicted felon. doesn't mean uh, anything. 
when the term when the police use the term uh, person of interest instead of suspect, <laughs> yeah, it's an unofficial suspect. Yeah, yeah it's what like mean doesn't doesn't actually mean anything. Yeah, but I, the, what that is though, that is a term that they can use to then deny meetings with Kavanaugh, which is what they're doing now, saying yeah. that like I won't meet with anybody who's been uh, which of course might have the deciding vote on is which that? is ridiculous because Bill Clinton was under investigation when he put Ruth Bader Ginsburg into office, and he was under indictment when he put what was the other guy's name? I think the uh, difference yeah, that those people had not flip flopped on, on their oh, stance on should a president still, be hold on, hold on, hold on. Being investigated, so we can't. Obama wasn't doing anything when Merrick Garland didn't go. So, no. like, this is this well, that was is just the Senate part for the Connor being stupid. Yes, it was, yeah. and this is the Democrats being, being stupid. stupid. Yeah, yeah. Trust although me, if you guys, if, if, when you lower the bar, though, that's what you do. You lower the bar. Although you have to they're not, that. I like. I'm sorry, that's but I don't want. If you think that you're going to impeach Trump and get away with anything? It ain't going to happen. No, it's Democrats be have so not been bad after Democrats this. have not been talking about impeachment though. They've been explicitly not talking about it because the only, midterms are coming. Because of the midterms, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, but once well, the also, midterms go, and if it, they have the power, they will. Yeah, and well, what I think would be the smarter plan. I think what they'll do is they'll start a. They'll let the they'll protect Mueller, and they will start probing into ethics violations, hoping that secretly leads to an invest, uh, impeachment. Yep. They won't use the term impeachment because they know what that does to that thirty three percent. Rouse them up. Yeah, and then so like, don't oh, we got to protect it. our president. Well, and probably, don't use it unless there's a smoking gun. Probably and people out. who are are saying fuck that. Honestly, so some big donors that are running ads saying the, we're going to impeach him. I would yeah. bet the impeachment word probably riles up more than the thirty three percent. It doesn't or do like it doesn't do enough to rile up your your whatever percent on yeah, the it, left. They tried but it, it riles up the right too much. Yeah, right? they, well, they tried that play before, and independents don't like it. And they did that's the same what I'm thing. saying. Like, yeah, it's exactly. more than that thirty three percent. And they did because he hasn't really done anything impeachable. To, in, in the eyes of most independents, they yeah. have to catch him doing something. I mean, they. No, I don't know about that. They had a, an independent. Yes, they just had a new poll that was. Yeah, uh, but no one really gives a shit about. They asked, I get that. Still, still illegal. Still impeachable. It is. And I they get did it. A new poll. But no one cares enough. It's like Bill Clinton. What actually did something illegal? Yeah. But no one gave a shit. So they didn't exactly. Do it. He, his support was too strong. The problem yeah. is that Trump has had a lower support right now than Nixon did when he left office, and he's yeah. he needs to look out. The other problem is, um, oh, what was I going to say about this? I shot it right out of your brain. I know you did, damn it. You got me confused. <laughs> Can't get it back. What were you guys just talking about? I'm sorry. What were... Oh, uh, what a bad radio moment. <laughs> oh, no. That's what it was. You reminded me. So there was a poll that came out recently. I'm back to it. Fuck you, man. Fuck you, Brandon. <laughs> fuck, you. fuck you, Brandon. Just going to cut that 15 seconds just, just keep saying fuck you, Brandon. <laughs> there was a poll released recently that um that showed that like the question of has Trump done anything that's an, an impeachable offense? And it was like 42% said no, 42% said yes. So they're right. more or less partisan on that. What they had was 16% said unsure. Yeah. And that's what is going to be going forward. Any new bombshell that's going to drop that can move that one way or the other it is going to be, be what's something important. big. And again, and the biggest thing is that, we, especially from an independent so, standpoint, is we were think, promised Russian collusion. If you don't come up with it, which I, in my opinion is— I don't is, think that's the case, are you, though. I really do. Are you because implying that you're an independent— uh, I am not an independent. I'm a Republican. I've said that a, a, a bunch. But I am kind of one of those independent swing voters so Mitch, like for McCaskill. I'm voting yeah, for McCaskill. Right, I'm that yeah. guy who kind of swings. You're not, so you're not stupid Hypothetical about highway, though. <laughs> hypothetical highway that there was no collusion. Russia did what it did on its own. Right. And Trump didn't collude. He benefited from it. And it was just unfortunate right. timing. His, mm-hmm. his Yeah, whatever. He still tried to obstruct justice. If he then tried to obstruct justice, would you not be upset that they, like, wouldn't that be... Like if someone if the cops are investigating me and I burn evidence and they catch me doing it, I'm yeah. going to get charged with two things. Well, right. You yeah. know, like it 
it doesn't matter if that I wasn't. I don't think, I wasn't a, a guilty of that original crime. I'm getting charged with trying to obstruct justice. Yeah, the problem justice. is that right now everything that's been presented is not obstruction of justice. So hey, they're all I don't suggestions. Know, yeah, they're not actually. You'd have again. They're like I firing told Brandon, a person after he, after saying let Jeff Sessions off. It's here's where Jeff Sessions should go. And again, we're not here's just what, I mean, here's what I told Frank the other day, and I I truly think this could be a possibility. All they really need for obstruction of justice is Jeff Sessions to testify against him. And like it would certainly head, not help. They're their, heading down case. that fucking road. Like well, he needs had, to be careful. And you had McGrath testify. You McGann. know, or McGann. You keep fucking that up. McGrath. McGrath. <laughs> McGrath. McGrath the, cat, the crime dog. That's what <laughs> I'm thinking of. Yeah. Scriff McGriff. We're taking a bite out of crime now, guys. That's right. <laughs> No, again, to me, the only way you're going to get... And again, I still think you got about 75% chance of getting obstruction, and it's going to come from Cohen tapes. You're going to have to get him on tape saying, we need to stop this investigation. Yeah. And once you Which, have that, then you have obstruction. And you know that's not far off, because his Which, general tone for a year and a half has been, we need to stop this, without explicitly now saying what's it. what's interesting, though, especially from that... Uh, NPR did a really good article about the Russian collusion and, and all of that, and they kind of brought up the point that they've had Cohen bent over a fucking barrel. And Mueller's not interested in what he has to say. And I'm sure that he's reviewed what he has. I know that his lawyer has been like, well, trust me, just get us in front of Mueller and, and we'll, we'll tell him what he wants I, to hear. I love he's gone through the that evidence. shitty people yeah. have shitty lawyers, too. Yeah, like, oh, my God. So like the Manafort They're hasn't, all Michael Evans. What you're saying? They, well, yeah, what we're saying is that, that Cohen got his office raided and yeah. they've gone through the evidence. And Mueller was the first one to look through all of it. And he didn't think anything w- pertained to his Russian investigation whatsoever. So because he handed the investigation off. Yes, because well, he went through the, the information to and then, his integrity of on the Russian investigation. Yeah, that he's that, not fucking going after something that is going to catch Donald Trump up. It's yeah, still going to catch think, Donald Trump. But up, also, but it's not going to be Mueller. My thing is, like, do you think that's intentional? My thought was Mueller did that because he doesn't want to rile the base. And he thinks, well, if it's not coming from me, I can leave. I keep my Fuck investigation yeah. clean. Yeah. That's a but smart it's play. still being it would investigated. Yeah. My problem is is saying that Mueller is doing anything. We don't know what he's doing because he's being so fucking quiet. No, we know a lot of what he's doing. No, we know. What Giuliani is the, saying what he's doing. No, and what, we know because we know his court filings. Done it. Yeah, we exactly. know. We, we yeah, know what he's done. We don't know what he's doing. So no, real quick, the... before we jump all the way down on on Mueller, let's yeah. go in. Let's start what happened with Cohen because oh, what, what got us into the right, whole Trump what, and hot water thing, right? Because the Manafort shit happened on the same day that the Cohen shit About happened. Forty minutes before. Yeah. Uh, so Cohen three... walks into a, a courtroom and then says that he was uh, knowingly and willfully. In that big pile of money he has, <laughs> that he, he ple- uh, pleaded guilty under oath to knowingly and willingly breaking ca- uh, campaign finance laws to and told the judge that he acted under the direction of a campaign uh, candidate running for a national office referencing Trump. Unless he was secretly talking to fucking Clinton too or right. Jill Stein. Yeah. yeah, we can assume it was Trump. Gary Which, Johnson. Here's yeah. the problem with with that and why I think that's not going to go anywhere. Cohen's fucked, and especially because Mueller's not the one doing the investigation into him and prosecuting him, that he's put that over to the state. So whenever they came out, they're like, we wouldn't even accept Trump's pardon. You don't get it. <laughs> so, yeah. You're not getting yeah. a pardon. Yeah. But I think exactly. Also, this might be a Otherwise, lo- he would have been doing the, uh, the other way. This could be said. a legal Mueller strategy of because they're talking about what they call speaking indictments. His indictments yeah. are giving way more information than they need to, and they're saying that's because he's not coming out in public and talking. He's building a paper trail yeah. that leaves no room for doubt. See, the, the problem no, here, the, let, let me let me get into this here because this is the problem with uh, what Cohen is trying to do. Cohen's fucked. He's the one, and especially when it comes to the campaign finance infractions, if you remember from the tapes, they actually help to... uh, They help Trump more than they hurt him because you hear him talking about payments, but he talks about cash. 
which again is coming from Trump's pocket. It's not illegal for him to pay people off with his own money. It, it is, is illegal Ill- if it goes if it goes through the campaign for the purpose of influencing the election. But, it, but again, the person who did the payment was Michael Cohen. And so even if he's the one who paid and then Trump paid him back, Trump can do whatever the fuck he wants with his yeah, own money. Yeah, but if it's his own money. Donald Trump LLC, the problem, which is a corporation, yeah, it's not Trump. The problem yeah. is that he Donald Trump the problem is that Donald Trump campaign was funded by himself so his mm-hmm. money is campaign money he well, again, has to go donations. through but again it's not that just because it's funded by himself doesn't make all of his money campaign money there's still that separation and if if cohen is the one who paid him it goes just back to his testimony and said well he told me to do it well where's the tape you'd have to have a tape saying i want you to do this to influence the election and then boom you're implemented. Well, but i think we're close otherwise to that because it's what we just do cohen have- what we do have is Trump saying, oh, I didn't know about it. I didn't know about it. We and now all, he comes out and oh, a, I not only it. knew about it, he was trying to hide it. Yeah. Which doesn't speak to the whole I'm Plus, we have, we have from It's all circumstantial, the, though, until you get something. So far, yeah. yeah. But I'm also because it's getting, still like, Cohen is the have, one who made the payment. And we have he's two the people one now that were, like, that were paranoid why? enough to make tapes of him themselves and Trump. So we know it's possible, the and problem, we know there was two years of doing it. The problem that I have here is that we have to jump through hoops to get to every fucking explanation. That's the problem with the Trump presidency. Well, that's the way that the law works. You have to go through it. Sense kind of comes into play, and you can connect the <laughs> fucking to, dots. Now, in right. a court of law, you have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt. But I get yeah, that. as a That's person, fine. like if you want to believe it, because uh, like, I think we I, all agree Ocom's that he, razor, you know, Occam's razor, you know, the simplest answer is yeah. always the most correct. Right. I think we all agree that he probably wasn't upset with Cohen for paying off Stormy Daniels. He paid her Stormy Daniels it. off. Can oh, we just yeah. say that? We can maybe not, also maybe acknowledge not that he knew about it beforehand. Yeah, technically. Cohen paid Stormy Daniels off, mm-hmm. and that's why th- that's where that legal issue comes in. It's because Cohen is I fucked get because legally, he's the one I'm who saying did the campaign finance infraction. He paid Stormy Daniels. Yeah, and off. then it comes to does anyone give a shit? And yeah. I don't. No, and I don't think Cohen is a is a um, a silver bullet to take down Trump. What no. I think he is, he's another nail in a coffin that's being built around Trump. Yeah. that he needs to be very careful about. Mm-hmm. When is like every wound we're talking about or we're going to talk about today is self inflicted. These are people he put in office yeah. that yeah. are all fucking him over. Jeff and Sessions he has, a, he has a bad habit of burning his bridges. Yeah, yeah. because Je- he likes to. Like, he's doing the same thing with Jeff Sessions right I now. I think Sessions will be the nail in the coffin. And that's because you, I, mean, I he's don't been think bullying so. him for I two do. years. Yeah, and you see Jeff Sessions biting back now because Sessions has the support of the Congress. I don't think he does. He totally. I mean, they, 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 come Lindsey on, Graham he just came out and said, "I think it's time for him to go." And Lindsey Graham was the one that was really supporting him, and that's what they said. This you've is had a, two people come out and say that he needs to go, but I don't know. But that Lindsey that's Graham is a huge name, and that's like I saw. I read a whole article about how this is the turning point is for Lindsey Jeff Graham, Sessions. Is Lindsey Graham up for election? I had to have no idea. I don't believe so. I would, no, I would be interested in yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So but, do you want to talk about what what he said about Jeff Sessions? They got all this. Uh, He's been saying oh, he's been mad since the start that Sessions refused he himself refused from himself. Russia. Yeah. Now he, Trump seems to think that is the equating of not doing your job, not taking. He said yeah. that he did not take control of the Justice which Department. Is well, he thinks that the FBI is, what, is rigged against him, and then so recusing yourself, you basically pull yourself out of it, the DOJ out of it, and say you guys got it, and oh, they're against me because so they he had just to this whole thing up. They had to. He was part of it. Otherwise, uh, he how was been... he part of it again? I can't even remember because why. he couldn't recall all the fucking Russians he met with. Yeah, yeah, that's like everybody though. That's literally everyone that they interviewed. Mm. Democrats and Republicans all didn't want to touch Russia because Russia was a contentious issue. Recusing himself from the investigation, I think, was the right thing. Was to do. the right thing. I do to think. Do. Yeah. But the problem with Sessions I have is that every single subsequent thing that he has done has been the fucking wrong thing. But I hate it's Jeff been, Sessions. Yeah, I want him absolutely. Out I think recusing himself is the only the thing. thing I thought he did that showed integrity. But everything yeah. else that he's done has been part of the Trump agenda from the campaign trail. I think it's been like, the Stephen Miller agenda. I don't think it's been the that's Trump fine, agenda. But yeah. Trump was all about the fucking immigration shit. Yeah, and that's Jeff Sessions. Well, that's Stephen Jeff's, Miller. Yeah, 
And then and Stephen Miller, Stephen Miller again. Only he's fucking, the mastermind. Jeff Sessions is the tool. He, the, you know, the the blunt object. He gets it done with penis with hair. Yeah, <laughs> that's what he is. Trey Gowdy, what? But, <laughs> <laughs> but my problem again, and I've said this before, where you said I want I want Jeff Sessions in because he can't touch Russia. Again, I don't think there's anything going on with Russia, so I don't give a shit. I think Jeff Sessions is bad for the country. And, I don't think that he means to be. I think yeah. that he really believes what he's doing. I, but I think I he's agree. And I honestly don't think. Do you think if he fires Jeff Sessions and puts someone in that shuts down the investigation, there won't be hell to pay? Oh, of course there will. I don't think. Yeah. He, I don't think that That's he not, will put someone at in this to shut point, it down. You can't. Well, and at this point, Congress you, you has told them they won't Mueller. put anybody in. Well, I, I think that if you put someone else in, you can't. Who isn't recused. Oh, you can. I no, think Congress said we're not going to approve. Anybody. Again, Congress has flipped on this with because they are following uh, Lindsey Graham, and he's saying, "Yeah, I think it might be." I don't think Congress is following later. Lindsey Graham. No, I think they're following the Senate. Line. They were literally were on TV. Republicans were on TV yesterday saying yeah. that like we're not going to the confirm. Senate. The Senate not, think, is where this has to get happened. Right. So again, you have. And to I think get, the two is important, but it's not enough to sway opinion, like enough to get him rid of. Yeah. Rid of we'll rid of see him. what happens. But again, it's I think showing it's a that big, he doesn't have full support. Yeah, but, and, and Lindsey Graham was one of his biggest supporters, and so I think that you're going to start seeing. But what has Jeff Sessions done differently that's gotten Graham upset about him? What well, they're upset because they're saying that he hasn't gone after anyone. Like they have all these he hasn't uh, like against... just started like opening up fake investigations against the left well, i don't know about fake so i think that there's a lot of room oh for he hasn't started doing the thing that trump is claiming they're doing against him yes <laughs> right essentially yes okay yes. so it's bullshit is what, what it is <laughs> mm-hmm. i don't think it's bullshit i think that no again, it's vindictive and, bullshit we i mean me and it's Brandon saying go look until you find a crime that's yeah. what he's saying literally and that's what they're saying isn't is that wrong. what they said against Against uh, no, it, it said go look at Russian collusion and oh, by the way, and anything else. No, it wasn't there in anything else. I believe, wide reaching. Exa- I believe the exact very, wording was yeah, like was any other broad. crime. Yeah, any because other crime broad. When you go and look for a crime and you see other crimes, you can't just close it's your like, eyes to them. Okay, so it's yeah. like if you get pulled over and you've got a kilo of cocaine in your trunk, right? Yeah, and then you fucking run. You don't get just charged <laughs> with the kilo. Yeah, you the cr- problem is that you I committed think that another there, crime. There are crit- uh, credible cause for investigating on to what Podesta did and I know that they did send that over Mueller sent it over to the state to, to look into the Podesta Foundation and uh, his brother John not John Podesta what's his no, name uh, oh, Joel shit. Podesta no, no, no. <laughs> we said it last time I can't fucking remember Cornelius Podesta <laughs> <laughs> But I think that there are things that you that could be oh, looked definitely. into. But I don't think the reason to open investigations is because someone is butthurt they're being investigated. Right. No, I like, don't. But again, you when know. I say that there's credible things, it's not because they're just butthurt. It's because there are credible reasons to look into it. And the problem yeah, with Jeff Sessions is he's not doing it. But that's, uh, I don't want my DOJ, the head of the DOJ, just running around being like, who should I investigate? I, you know, well, I'm yeah. investigating I also the right. Let's go investigate the left. I also don't no, want No, not my... to just, they're there to investigate wrongdoing. They're not there to go out and be that's like. That's kind of the point. I also don't yeah, want. We my... have wrongdoing right now with Manafort. They're doing that. I well, don't are, want my DOJ to be the president's like lapdog. Yeah, exactly. I, no, I, you don't. Again, that's not really what it is. I think Trump approaches it that way. I approach it as Jeff Sessions. Trump doing approaches everything the wrong. presidency like he's an emperor. I, I hate this. <laughs> Why am I defending Jeff Sessions? I fucking hate this man. I hate him too. <laughs> yeah, but Just in stop. this, but in this case, like when it comes to the way that he has handled at least. That aspect, the aspect that involves Trump, he's so, done it right. Let me ask you a question here. Why wouldn't you want someone who didn't have to recuse themselves from the Russian investigation to also put their eyes on it? I just don't think that's say, a reason to be fire someone is this, because they had to recuse I themselves from one case. Well, here's, it's not. Here's Again, why. I think that there's multiple here's reasons why, Mitch, why Justice should be fired. Donald Trump will pick somebody like Kavanaugh who he knows will do what he wants 
them to do. I don't do. think there's anything wrong with Kavanaugh. I think he's just the same as anyone else for that position, that he's a very tried and true judge, and I think that he should be confirmed. <laughs> I think well, he's one that flip-flops conveniently on if a president can be tried under crime. Absolutely. And yes, when Clinton was uh, that's in, a, a, in office, now it's no when uh, Trump is in office. Yeah, that's unfortunately, fair. that's politics, and I think a lot of people yeah, do it's that. Also, but that's also going to lose my support. Right. You know, yeah. I'm, I don't... I, Absolutely. I, integrity is... So let him go up to a vote, and, and let's let people do it. If they say no, then they say no. You know, that's kind of what it's there for. That's fine. I get it. My, but my thought is that Donald Trump picked Kavanaugh because of that point, because he flipped and Donald Trump will pick a, a DOJ replacement based on whether or not he will fire Mueller. That, that's why I want Jeff Sessions to stay. I get it. I just think that Jeff Sessions is doing more harm than yeah. good. No, I, I do too. I don't. If, you, if he came out and said, "I want to replace Jeff Sessions with someone who is not had, doesn't have such archaic views on weed, yeah. on marijuana," because you yeah. know that Trump be, is, is more than I'd support that. supportive. You, of you weed. know, yeah. Trump has been high through this an, whole fucking thing. That's an easy win. How many? How much of your base are you really going to piss off with that? Yeah, like none. How many? Like I don't know that many people that get really upset about marijuana anymore no no one does no republicans so have been coming that's out a win right across the board like, yeah, let's just do it's this. A, the way we talked about infrastructure would have been a win across the board it's hard to argue against it it would be a smart move and if he came out if he if that would have been his well, game plan from day one yeah, democrats killed the infrastructure bill like they wouldn't even talk about it yeah they but, didn't want but like to do with it. sessions though if he, if he would have came out on day one after the recusal and said you know what honestly it's his I want to make weed legal, and he's fighting against me. I'm gonna I'm gonna get rid of him, put someone else in. That's I don't think anyone's gonna buy it. But yeah. no, if he did that at day one, though, we couldn't argue against it. But now we have a year and a half to two years of him saying, "Come on, Jeff, you can you can shut down this investigation. Mm-hmm. Do yeah. it for the people. If you fire him now, we all know why you fired him." Yeah. Again, you know? I I don't we mind all know it why because. You don't like him. Yeah, again, I don't mind it because I hate Jeff Sessions. No, he should and never, I don't, never, never should have been put in there in the first place. No. So you, you, it's a self-inflicted. And wound. I don't really. And in, in my opinion, the Russian conclu- the Russian investigation should be at a conclusion. They have all the evidence of that they need. Of course, that's your opinion. Well, because yeah. I think that they know that there's nothing to do with Russia, and so we keep calling it the Russian investigation, and it's not. They're not really investigating. Okay, do you want to call it? They're getting the, everything else, and the they already have investigation. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, that's that's more of a problem with labeling in the media. But they don't though. have to. They're keep... calling it meddling. That's the, I don't like that term either. But again, I can't fight the media. Yeah. I think they have all the information they need, so they can close you down the investigation. That. You think that, but they you don't, don't say anything. Uh, and, and well, again, they did like, when they came out and, and indicted all those Russians, and then said, okay. "Hey, by the way, no one who was involved with Americans whatsoever." That kind of is the end point of again, Russian collusion. They it, found the Russians that did what they said they did, and concluded that there was absolutely, and then no found con- a bunch of other crimes in doing that, uh-huh. which exactly. now so, investigating. So keep going those. So keep going with those. That's what they're doing but now. You can shut down the. the <laughs> rest you of should it. just change the name from the Russian investigation to the rest of the scope investigation. There you go, <laughs> and then hand those off to, to the respective courts that they need to go to, and be done with it. You know what I'm saying? It just it doesn't make any sense why they keep drumming I'm still, this up. Again, I'm, I think I'm 100 percent not convinced that we won't find out. This is what this is what, never going to be convinced because he's I already won't. declared victory like eight times that Russian collusion. But I also happened. think you're never going to be convinced that there is some wrongdoing on Trump's part. No, I, I will when I, when they when they show it. They no, have to show that here's what something. I've claimed. Well, that's that I'm right that's on. why I want the investigation to continue because Here, if you <laughs> shut it no. down, there's no chance we're ever going to find that if it exists. I think they have enough information. I declare. To sift through. I, I declare, think that's. I think that's. I mean, they've only been investigating two years. The average lawyer. Council takes like six, seven years to wrap up. Yeah, the, investigations take a long and time. And also, also, I declare victory on the fact that during the 2016 campaign, I told you that if he, we elect him, he will be impeached. That, that's a fucking victory. Okay, so if you switch that, then okay, we'll wait till he gets impeached, and then you can claim victory. That's fine. I'm I'm victorious already. <laughs> like, you're right. marching toward the victory. My problem is that you keep saying you're victorious on the, like oh, I knew it from the beginning. It's like no, you're oh, no, Russian knew, collusion, I, which has not been proven. No, I knew everything. 
yeah, yeah. It's, it's Except fucking for dirty. what to do with Bernie and the outcome of the I election. Did, I did fuck up that one. <laughs> I did fuck up that. I still maintain, I don't, I didn't like Bernie Sanders. I don't like Bernie Sanders. That's why I didn't support Bernie Sanders. But I was wrong that he shouldn't have been the candidate. He should have been the candidate. Yeah, if they so, wanted to do it. Again, both parties wanted to fucked win. up and was like, hey, let's let people run under our platform that we don't like. It's yeah. your fucking party. You can tell Donald Trump he can't run as a Republican. You can tell but Bernie Sanders. But Ryan's Priebus has no spine. No, he doesn't. That's why he's gone, though. Just like old Bannon trying to run a revolution in Europe. Go fuck off. <laughs> 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 President Bannon, hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think about Jeff Sessions? Do you think he's going to stick around I think longer? he's gone, after the midterms. After, and I, and that's kind of what he's been saying now. Sooner I, rather than later. Yeah. I can't stand that guy. I, I can see Why that. But that's, that is Trump admitting that it will hurt his own base if he gets rid of him. Yeah. Why, he's well aware why, of that. Why the midterms? Exactly because it'll, for that reason. It'll hurt the blue wave or the red wave. Or the blue wave, no whatever they want to call it. <laughs> no well, according to Trump's Twitter, there's... Oh, I know, but you know how but, Trump is. Yeah. They're the best crowds. But hes they're fully admitting that if he fires uh, Sessions, that it won't play well with even the independents or some of his own base will view that as a step too yeah. far. Because, for, unfortunately, a lot but of people the problem agree is, with Jeff Sessions. He's will, that means he's willing to take the risk after the midterms, which is going to plummet. That might be the first thing that actually really hurts his approval rating. Yeah. I doubt it. Again, it he's called Teflon well, Don for a reason. Okay, but, yeah, but something eventually is going to... I mean, that's the thing, though. We say that. Even if it doesn't hurt him, we've already seen with Nixon, you can get forced out of office with more. With he had forty nine percent or and that's whatever. The, well, and that's the Trump's point. Never when it comes to that. the midterms, is, is what's going to decide everything, and that's why it's so fucking important and yeah. awesome. Because if they can get even, the Democrats we are assuming are not going to get the Senate, uh, which you're going to need for impeachment. But if they can even get enough Republicans to swing their way, and again, there's a lot of never Trump. Uh, senators, yeah, and, and there's more and more. Now, most of them are, every day. Most of them have been getting voted out. Yeah, <laughs> and, and well, most of them are retired too. She's like, <laughs> well, they've just given up. Yeah, yeah, we're at, we're done. Fuck so this. that that strengthens his position. But unless they can take the House, which I think they will, and unless they can get the Senate or at least enough people on their side in the Senate, you are not getting impeachment. You just are not. Yeah. Right. That's how it works. Yeah. So he's waiting till after the midterms to decide everything because I think he when Democrats, he's the candidate, it's like with Barry. Old Obama, the Democrats didn't have a message. No one liked them. It's That's not, why they failed. But everyone liked is it unreasonable, Obama, so he won again. Is it unreasonable to you guys to think that uh, Republicans, that they could get enough Republicans to swing it? No, because you know there are those never-Trumpers. There are people that have signaled. And there, if you believe anonymous sources, apparently they've been having behind door set, uh, talks with people I'm, being oh, like, I'm sure, if we, I'm sure they, they, if they win in November and this comes to it. Because you got to remember, Nixon was taken down for a break-in. We're talking about trying to and, and covering up a break-in. If we're covering up an, an investigation into, you know, which is, I mean, it's actually well, the same It's a crime. different time, though. It, it is, but I mean, people I don't are way think... more partisan and they're way more willing. Like back in those days, I feel like they weren't willing to look the other way. I think nowadays yeah. both sides are willing to look the other way when it's. Although their I don't know, you're thinking about back then. That was the height of the uh, the fight over Vietnam, hippies versus yeah. Re- you yeah. know, I, we've always been a divided country. We've always had yeah, shooting, it's just different, you know, different things. It used to be we were divided over issues. Now we're divided over party lines. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're divided over the two people we or I guess yeah. the one person we. Support it really around. is that. It really, right? It's like it, when you show the, really the people getting interviewed and it's like, here's this policy. It's Bernie Sanders. Oh, I love it. I love it. Hey, it's Trump's. Fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> and, 
Mm-hmm. Again, we saw it with Obama, and, where and it was just whatever obstruct obstruct Obama, whatever he does. Now yeah. it's obstruct Trump. And you see this with rebranding; they start to realize this. They re- they called it fucking uh, 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 single payer healthcare with Bernie. Didn't play yeah. Medicare for all. Oh, that works. Love it. Fucking yeah. three fourths of the people. <laughs> that's what we're gonna run on. You know, it's yeah. it's the same goddamn thing. Medicare just, for all is getting so much more popular because prices just keep inflating, and even in more and more a bigger swath of the middle class which could afford it previously no longer can. And yeah, so right. people are just saying, hey, we're dying and we're getting overwhelmed. We need to change it. Yeah. That's so I think that's why you're saying like, that. We're going to have to get to a point where we're, we're handing out health care like other fucking just gonna first have, world countries. The problem with that is that we're, we're fucking fat and we're unhealthy. Yeah. yeah. So and what we that's need why to do our system is, is so much more expensive. We need to quit uh, trying to do this Be Nice campaign and do the Michelle Obama of making our kids eat healthier because yeah. we got to realize that's going to cost us less money in the long run. Mm-hmm. We need to be smart about that hey, shit. Hey, I supported Bloomberg all the way on that get rid of the big, big gulp. Yeah. Fucking get rid oh, of yeah. the big gulp. Don't you tell me I'm what to drink, bro. I'm fine with being taxed. That's why I don't, I don't understand libertarians in that respect. I, yeah. I'm perfectly understand, capable of being like, all right, this is, is a, I, a public I've, cost. Never, I've never understood that either. Do you use the road? Shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> Do you get mail delivered to your house? <laughs> right. Don't talk. Yeah. Now, of course, that's not the argument. It's a no, it's a very simplified, but yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, I think that when it... We got way off the trails here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So what do you guys think <laughs> well, about... this so is TDAP. What do you expect? <laughs> so we've covered Manafort-Cohen uh, sessions. What do you guys think about... Is it Weiselman was the the last one to... Was well, it granted immunity? He was CFO. So we've had two people granted yeah. immunity in the Cohen case. We have... <coughs> excuse me. Weiselman. Oh, God. I and, won't excuse you. Fuck that. <laughs> Weiselman. And who was the other one um, from the national... Mr. Pecker. Yeah. Pecker. Is it Dave? Hey. Dave it, Pecker. Is that... I, I hope it's Dave Pecker. <laughs> <laughs> How do these people get elected, man? Yeah. <laughs> They don't. He's a he fucking. My name is Hugh Pecker, and it's a bullshit paper. It's totally a paper that a pecker would work at. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) I'm sorry if I'm interviewing people for a promotion or to work on my paper, and I come across the name Pecker. Get the fuck out of here. You're very biased against peckers. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna say I don't like them. Johnson, get in here. You're fired. (laughs) Still, I think that. uh, So the big thing with if I had that uh, soundboard, I would roast Frank right now. That's right. Let's just do Pecker first because it's funnier. But yeah, so this dude is in charge. Is in charge of the National Enquirer, that bullshit you know magazine that always yeah. comes out with just stupid shit. They like, were trolling before fucking, trolling was uh, ever around. Like kind yeah. word, right? Yeah, bat they're, child. They're the people. <laughs> I still remember bat yeah. child. They're the people that often That's remind hilarious. you that uh, Elvis is alive and uh, you yeah. know they found him. Also, here is Hillary Clinton. She's actually dating Trump. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they find the worst pictures, they Photoshop them, and then they try Michael to Moore is Rush yeah. Limbaugh. So why this is a big deal is because there is catch, uh, catch and kill, which is a standard practice in, um, in big uh, buy media. Buy the negative stories, and then you, you just don't release yep, them. You buy the rights to the negative stories, you pay the person off, and then you don't release it. And that's what happened to Stormy Daniels. It, it is. And uh, Kira few, McDougal. Yeah, Karen a McDougal. bunch of yeah, other right. people. And a bunch Stormy of other Daniels people. The, and it's not yeah, like he's the not only one who's ever been no, doing this. No, it happens a lot. But, but apparently, what's, what's, I guess he has like a safe, a safe, a fucking safe. I hope and it was hidden behind immunity. a picture. I hope it was too. so badly. I hope it was in the cigar room. I hope. <laughs> I really hope it was hung behind that fake time cover of Trump. Yes. Oh my god. This is a final. That like, would be mm. incredible. I hope that was an oil painting. Either time that magazine or cover too. or go classic yeah. with the Rita Hayworth poster. You know. <laughs> now remember, they've been granted. He's been granted immunity, and they're going to hand over all of these things, which these at least means Cohen's stories. fucked. Yeah. Well, Cohen's definitely fucked. And I know he's not going to get, uh, Mr. Pecker is not going to get fucked. 
But how relevant this is to anything else, we don't know. It might we just don't be. Know. He I think that was a that was a that was she said moment that oh. just like didn't get didn't get taken. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> the fact that he could Continue. potentially have a safe full of negative stories. Yeah, but again, I think could be Trump very thrives off of negative stories. It's not unless it's yeah. something but again, terrible. Like, it, 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 him saying the n word, I think, is a step too far for a lot of independents. I think so too. You know, and if you're at forty two percent, think you should be impeached, and forty two percent, think, think no. about that because these stories don't have to all be about porn stars. No, no, they don't. Had to be political to ruin they him. They can be about can be how anything. racist he is. They, all they it, could be. All it has to be is him saying the N word, and you know that would be enough to. Let's sway go down a hypothetical highway real quick. Sure what, do we, are, what do we think is there? There are, <laughs> there are plenty of people out there that will debate whether Trump is racist. You, that's yeah. still a debate worth having. But if you say, if you if he comes out and there's a tape of him saying the N word or talking the Hulk, the Hulk Hogan thing about I don't want my daughter dating a mm-hmm. you know yeah it's End Game. You know, well, we that think would, that, but we thought that Access Hollywood I, was no, in game, and it wasn't. No, because if you can get some of the sixteen percent of undecideds to say, like, "Yeah, we should impeach him," even if it's on grounds that moral grounds, we don't like him yeah. using the N word. That's still detrimental. All they to have his to do presidency. is take the story and, and present it even slightly out of context, and then it becomes suspect, and people freak out about it. I so. get that, but I think we're smarter than that. You'd think so, but again, we have Trump to see Trump is president. What, yeah, you know? we have to see. Ooh. Yeah, well, Putin. Low hanging fruit. Boom. Low hanging fruit. Yeah, we got to see what exactly happens and what it is. I think that the majority of the what's in there is just affairs. I think you're going to get a bunch. Of I don't think. I don't think there affairs. were two porn stars. I think there are a I lot bet, of women. Oh, I don't there. think it's just porn stars. I think it's high profile, maybe senators' wives, things like that. I think he's been fucking everybody, dude. I and, bet there's a white hood in that safe. So I mean, <laughs> how many of the these? Four, this is Trump. <laughs> how many of these stories do you think would have to come out before this bad before his race. wife walks away and divorces him? And she in doesn't the walk away until so? she's until which he's is out ridiculous. Of Why are you fucking staying at this point? We know you're going to leave, and at this point, yeah. is this a classy presidency? Also, I don't fucking I mean, think so. What What do you need more? money for you're a socialite you're, you go to fucking fancy dinners she, and you buy clothes i don't think what? she needs money yeah i just think that it it's what's expected that you don't walk well, I think away she, yeah let's, but let's what's also expected she the hashtag is not me to too. Fuck everything with a heartbeat you know okay let, let's again <laughs> yeah. let's remember that he has a kid with her and like and she's and very was, much and about that he was sleeping with two porn stars when she was giving birth which again that's that's a personal thing but the, again from but her mindset i do not fault her for wanting to not break up the family I'll never fault anyone. That's their business. Yeah, but we know that's not the reason. If she divorces I don't him, know. If yeah, she divorces like, him right after on, he becomes what? president, yeah. which is what our theory was a while ago. What family? Donald didn't even meet Don Jr. until 2015. <laughs> Doesn't he have another daughter named Tiffany? <laughs> some, some shit. She was included during the campaign. We well, just she, haven't seen her since. Yeah, but she took a walk in the woods, man. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Lizard so that people. Was, that was but the one. To me, of, that, uh, that's Melania's business. I yeah, and that's speculative. It, yeah, yeah. It, I don't care one way or the other. I think it more like you guys seen how many times picture of her. I have seen it. How many times can Pence defend this Thumbnail. when he has, you know, years of him talking on shows about, like, the unity of family and stuff? You know, we're getting to the point where Trump's actions are starting to warp the fundamental religious Dude, none people of that, that support him. None of yeah. that was new, and he won evangelicals over Ted Cruz. So, again, yeah. well, it's, it's I really, don't think it's, it's going to really make a difference. It's really just showing the hypocrisy of ev- the evangelical voting bloc. I don't think so. I think that... Th- yeah, it was the, the, always they they rallied against Clinton for being uh, you know and and Clinton and Hillary yeah, for but being the main together. the main thing was, was the that they didn't thing. like their their policies. So I think that that was their excuse. It was a stupid excuse. But the main thing that was holding them back was the policies. They just so didn't yeah, like. it's the stupidity they of think the that Trump's policy. Yeah, they think that Trump's policy, and it's everybody who does that. You know what I mean? They always say, like, "Oh, I, I would go against this," and then the person comes out and says it, just like Bill Clinton. They still support him whenever it was. Pretty fucking clear. Now they haven't given him some pushback in interviews and stuff about the Me Too movement and all that. Oh yeah, and he's been taking advantage. Yeah. But a lot of people still give him a pass. 
And I think Look and at honestly, K, he got a pass. <laughs> I think the reason they're giving him, I think that's the reason Clinton, one of the reasons didn't Clinton didn't win. She was still carrying that baggage twenty plus years later. Well, you saw when the Access Hollywood tape came out, and then they had the the town hall debate in St. Louis, which we fucked everything up. They're like, please don't cheer, and we're like, this is St. Louis. Fuck yeah, <laughs> you'd be in jail. Oh, <laughs> did you not see Ferguson? <laughs> yeah, Hands up, that's right. clap for your candidate. <laughs> yeah, we just lost our shit during that whole debate. Oh my god, nuts. I just but she didn't so say anything. She didn't bring it up once, and it was because he brought the all of the accusers and sat them in the front fucking row, and she was like, oh fuck, didn't know how to handle it. So again. People give other people passes. Yeah, I can tell you how to handle it. You bring his 40-plus accusers and sit them in the front row. (laughs) Yeah, right. It's still a bad look for it. The debate, yeah, whenever both candidates have just accusers. There's no one. <laughs> it's, it's a bad just, look for the debate when there's fucking when the guy... porn stars and victims asking <laughs> questions all fucking yeah. night. It was a bad look in the primaries two months before when our president was talking about how big his dick was. So <laughs> we abandoned dignity a long time ago, it people. Literally, she literally crawled in on her knees. <laughs> so, uh, that we're was. About Jim. So we're talking. <laughs> we're talking about immunity one. Immunity two was Weisselman, who yeah. is the head of. This is a little bit more the important. CEO of. Um, Trump organization, the CFO, the chief, yeah, financial, chief financial officer, officer of the Trump, which organization. is even worse because all of these things have to do with money. And as we yeah. we all know, we still have not seen Trump's taxes. Now that the if I remember correctly, the Trump organization has been shut down. They're they're not active. Yeah. I thought. It, well, no, no, he was the guy that actually took over. Um, he's he's the one that's uh, talking with uh, Donald Trump Jr. and Jared Kushner taking over, over the businesses. Okay, yeah. So he's still so very much still involved. Active. Okay, the, he's not I, the CFO I thought anymore. it was kind of like the Clinton Foundation, where it shut down. It, it has been shut down, but he's now okay. in charge of like a trust that oversees the Trump properties yeah. or whatever, and he reports to Kushner and and yeah. Don Jr. So he still he might have. I mean, he's still connected enough. Like none to, of these to people get are the, coffee the, boys. Immunity, yeah, and to get to the immunity, the, he might just be getting ahead of it and thinking of a Manafort situation where maybe my subordinate is doing something and he might try to pin it on me. So I'm just going to take immunity so I don't fucking get caught in anything. Yeah, I don't think yeah. it's as easy as just taking immunity. Well, I what it is is they say we'll give you immunity, that. but you need to work with us. And that's well, how you it also works. have to be showing. Uh, you in have order to. For them they to be, have to have a lot of evidence to yeah. grant immunity. No, that's the point is that they want the evidence. Well, for immunity, they have you have to have evidence they want and you have to have committed a but crime that you want but to you erase. have to show him you can't he has access to the files you're not just they do going not. you're not just going on good faith though if you're the if you're granting immunity yeah. you're not just gonna be like oh you say you've got it okay well, also this well is he the, does this have the files he has all of the financial stuff people so if they want to find something there they're gonna need to go through him yeah. they, and people right, ask why saying, cohen wasn't granted immunity and there's a, a possibility that Mueller doesn't need immunity from some people. If he has hard facts, then it, they can it, he, he doesn't can get the warrant and they can do the search. But the then, thing is, they also, don't have the facts on him, so they have to get immunity. The, like, to get it. There's no, some people you don't want to bring up to the court because they're not reputable. Mitch, people. you're wrong. Yeah. You have to go to them with the shit to get immunity. Well, yeah, that's the whole point. So he they has have, the files. So they have to see that before they, they want grant. The files. Yeah, so they have to know what he wants. Though he's not going to bullshit. We're saying, oh, I have all these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, it doesn't necessarily mean that anything's improper there. It just True. means this guy's in charge of all the financial files. If you want to see them, you have to present evidence that he's doing wrong so you can get a search warrant. Or you have to offer – you have to say, can I have it? And he says, I need immunity. Yeah. I, you can't charge me for anything I might yeah. have done. And then I will I hand know, over. No, no, no. I don't agree with that. I'm, I'm The Which way part? that I understand it is that the guy with the files has to yeah. go to them and say, this is what I've got. Look yeah. at it. I want immunity. But that's what we're saying. So he has then you're all saying, the files. so you're saying, you're saying that they've seen it, just to be handed it, they're granting immunity. That's right? what that's, that's what it okay. looks like. Yeah. So then we're saying the same thing. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily. That was a exactly. dumb argument. <laughs> <laughs> you thought I fucked no. up earlier. <laughs> no. Listen to this. We're going to talk for five <laughs> minutes about the same fucking thing. Collusion. 
Uh, our board was about to be like we're about to make a whole diagram right to figure out <laughs> yeah. seven seven degrees the of function collision. has no limit what's happening so how how, how much of a uh, a danger do you think Weisselman is to Trump immunity wise like did that uh, was we'll that see. on do you think it's worse or on par with Cohen's uh, admission that he he thinks that he I don't think either way I think Cohen is the worst is way worse obviously uh, when it comes to Weisselman, it, it all fucking depends. I mean, when you think of back to Comey's book when he talks about, um, what was her name, Martha Stewart, and how like it should have been really easy, and then she just kind of made it harder. It depends on what That's actually got. what I think the Mueller investigation. I think it's something that should have been easy. Like, there's a possibility oh, yeah. that Trump didn't know, and then after he just kept trying well, to and do I, that. Like, I said well, that. Mitch keeps... used to take a big issue with me saying that, but like – that months ago when I said like Trump is the reason that this keeps going that's what I meant is yeah. just like dude if there's nothing there and there's really nothing there shut the fuck up right. go do your job like yeah and I get it I think that yeah, he's made this worse, and he, he has made and it worse. because people don't like him, he's given them a reason to be like, "Well, let's just keep it going," because he's gonna walk into yeah. obstruction. My problem is that they wanted to get it regardless, so they would have they would have tried to get it either way. So whenever everyone was calling for Comey to be fired, that they wanted it, Democrats wanted it, everyone wanted it. Then he fires them, and then oh, okay, we need a special counsel. It was the timing of the firing. It was, the it was yeah. but I'm just saying that they were looking if for any excuse it, to get the special if counsel. If he had done it day one, if he had fired yeah. Jeff Sessions the moment he recused himself and blamed it on something else, so. it's the waiting and the the Twitter rants and giving us so much info into yeah. what he's thinking yeah. and yeah. then making decisions. Stop fucking telling us you can't, moment by moment. Yeah, what your so I get is. that yeah. he fucked up, but my my issue with it was that everybody wanted this. It's kind of like the moving of the, the embassy. In Israel, it's like everyone voted for it. Three months later, he does it. Oh, my you know God. What's yeah, but we've, <laughs> like, we've also talked about that. The vote was symbolic. We stand with you, but we're never going to do this. Yeah, which is stupid. Right. Don't vote so for he, it if you don't so want it to happen. So then he did it. Like, yeah, he they called bluff. Wrote, they, <laughs> they literally wrote Trump cough, a cough, letter. 50 repeals of Obamacare. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. They literally wrote Trump a letter telling him to do it, and then when he did it, they freaked out. I think that's stupid. Yeah. 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 I, I agree with you. I think they should have voted also, no. <laughs> it's like telling Trump, like, you should stick your hand in this honey pod, you know? There's no like finger trap or like mouse <laughs> trap in there. Yeah. Don't fall um, for it, you know? President <laughs> Trump says he asked Secretary of State Mike Pompeo to investigate land seizures and farmer killings in South Africa. Now, last night, he cited Fox News host Tucker Carlson in a tweet after watching a segment on the issue. The president quoted Carlson saying the South African government is now seizing land from white farmers. He also cited the, quote, large-scale killing of farmers. South Africa's government fired back at the president, saying it, quote, totally rejects this narrow perception, which only seeks to divide our nation and remind us of our colonial past. U.S. Ambassador to the United Nations Nikki Haley is speaking at the Foundation for Defense of Democracy's National Security Summit that was in D.C. today. Not seeming too worried about the direction the North Korean talks are headed. But this is after Secretary of State Mike Pompeo received a hostile letter from the nation prompting President Trump to cancel his trip to the Hermit Kingdom. Alrighty. So now yeah. let's finally mm-hmm. get into the mm-hmm. rest of the week. Um, <coughs> a couple of the stories that we had wanted to, to touch on last week. I guess we'll start out with those, and I got some ridiculousness to to end the show with. Um, but for the this is outrageous. For the time being, let's fight about whether or not Donald Trump is racist. Short answer: Yes. <laughs> Mitch can tell us why he's wrong. I'm glad you've come up with that determination. <laughs> yeah. So um, South Africa first. 
you want to you want to go into that, guys? Yeah. I know that that started as a text between. Uh, well, it started as a tweet by Donald Trump. The way that we got into it. Well, it started a long fucking time ago. Right. But the way that it got brought into the l- fucking limelight was Donald <laughs> when Trump we say li- put a tweet limelight out. as in like us talking about it. There, there's no hell. Yeah. We don't determine. I thought that went without. Saying. We don't determine the limelight. I don't think. Well, I do. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right. That was the part where you just go <laughs> into the story. With it. So go into the story. What's, <laughs> what's <laughs> happening in South Africa? All right. So so the how it got brought up in the national news is Trump tweeted uh, criticism of the South African government uh, for their plans to redistribute land to black South Africans who were um, institutionally disenfranchised under the country's apartheid system. Mm-hmm. So Trump, uh, I, I guess the, the criticism comes with Trump using the phrase large-scale killings, which is meant, a, a lot of people criticize him because it's meant to invoke white genocide, and which is a popular conspiracy theory among white supremacists. And it has been for years. I can tell that, that you're South African this farmers from, being from... systematically murdered en masse, and there is a murdering problem yeah. in South Africa, but it's not it's not specific to white people, and it never has been. Here's my problem: black people have been being killed there for years, and they continue. Yeah, to here's be. my problem: here is that so his tweet comes out, and he says they're taking um, land away from white farmers, and everyone was saying that was racist. The problem is, is that is what they're doing. Um, so basically what happened during apartheid, whenever it was the a very small population of uh, whites in South Africa who had all of the majority of the uh, government, and they basically stole all the land away from the native uh, black Africans. So after uh, Nelson Mandela comes out, he becomes president, all of that, they take the government back. It becomes less, um, it's about 80% uh, native black South Africans and then 20% of uh, whites in the government. So they come up with this plan to say, you know, we need to get our land back. So what we're going to do is we're going to change the constitution so that um, we can uh, take the land back, but we have to give them a fair price for it. Now this is cumbersome. It's slow because both parties have to agree to it. Uh, Not really agree to it because obviously them taking the land away, they don't have to agree to that, but they have to agree that the price is fair. So what happens is the government comes up with a price, and then usually the people who own the land say, well, that's not adequate. And then they get into uh, arbitration and all these different legal uh, battles, and it takes a long time. So as a result, a lot of the farmland has not changed hands. Um, So this new president comes in, and he says, this is what we're going to do instead. We're just going to take the land away. And we don't have to pay you any money. We don't have to do anything. That was supposed to take effect August 20th. Um, so it, it's passed by now, and I haven't heard anything one way or the other. So there was obviously concern from farmers saying, you can't just take our land, and then the government saying, yes, we can. Uh, so that's kind of where the controversy comes in. Is that right or is it not right? It's kind of, uh, yeah. I, the way I parallel it to is kind of uh, Israel and the Palestinians. The, Israels were kicked, the Israelites were kicked out, and then Palestinians come in. And it's their land now, but then they say, oh, well, our land was taken away before, so we're going to come in and take it again. Well, now you've kicked out the people who were living there, and you've put a big wall up, and you, you separate them. So it's a gray area at best. We do want to see that... It's 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 the it's similar when any uh, Native culture is taken over by a, a colonial power. It's the same thing that happened to Native Americans or Afri- uh, Amer- American Indians, whichever whatever term yeah. you subscribe to. 
But it's the same thing that happened to them. It's it's the do you take away the land from the descendants of the people that took it away from the the natives? Right. Is that fair? And that's a, a whole you know, and that's a debate we can get into. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even saying Trump is necessarily wrong in his belief that it's wrong to do that. It, it very well might be. I think it's a very thorny issue. Mm-hmm. But I think when you're saying large scale killings is well, very misleading, especially when the, the killings are at a 30 year low point. Yeah, right. This and year I think and that's too. fine, but there's have still been killings, and the killings have been are, have been different. The problem is, is that this new president has come out and said, they said, do do you want us to hurt the the white farmers? And he said, no one's calling for them to be hurt, at least not yet. That's a fucked up statement. That's not something you want the president. Yeah, it's to almost be like Trump telling his supporters, you know, Second Amendment people, if they maybe could do something about Hillary Clinton. It's a little bit different. You know? I mean, I, I know I get the parallel you're no, trying to put not. together. It's kind of like saying, "Hey, you have a gun, there. you can erect." We don't actually have legislation going after Hillary Clinton, so it's a. I get that the parallel you're trying right, not to be, make. Not even for lack of Trump yeah, trying, yeah, man. Yeah. I get the parallel you're trying to make, but it's a little bit different. Whenever the president is saying, "Hey, we're taking your land, and we don't want to hurt you, at least not yet." It's fucked up. Agreed. My problem is that everyone yeah. should say this is fucked up. It but is for fucked some up. reason, we've got people saying, well, no, Trump's saying this is fucked up, and what they're doing no, no, is totally no. fine. I think, no, and I, I... Well, the problem you get uh, is with... You get with, like, the, the Center for Extremism and Anti-Defamation Defamation League said that they... And they pointed out that what you have is you have Trump espousing a belief that David Duke holds, and that a, light, a lot of white supremacists have turned this into a cause for them to talk about white genocide like it's a thing that could happen in America and to try right. to stoke racism. that's I a th- deflection. Which I believe is I absolutely that's what's just happening. just a deflection away from what's actually happening so that you can say, oh, well, David Duke talks that's about fine, this, so now I have to be the against The way it. that what? I... When he uses the exact same phrase that David Duke uses, large-scale killings, they're at a 30-year low. They're not large-scale killings. Large-scale killings is what happened to black people in South Africa yeah, during no, apartheid. Totally. Yeah, that's def- and Trump wasn't tweeting about it then, so he can yeah. shut the fuck up about well, it now. No, that's a bad president to send to just be like, oh, well, you can't talk about anything because you, you weren't consistent on it or, or whatever No, you what I'm say. saying is he never talks about when black people or anybody who's not white because that doesn't play to his base. He doesn't talk about them being hurt or their land being taken away. He doesn't talk about the fact that he was taking their kids away and I think, or that yeah. he's I think, denying honestly, people— uh, Pat is denying people that are citizens because they were born in Texas. That that's a what aboutism that you're saying? We don't need to talk about this, even though atrocities are happening. We don't need to talk about it because no, other we do are need happen. to talk about this, but we need to talk about this in real terms. We need not not use the phrase large scale well, killing because that's if misleading. You said it was like 45. Or no, something. they're not. They're at a 30-year low. That's not large scale. Low. It just it, genocide is a genocide. So regardless of if it's at a low, you know, hey, about the last month that the Nazis were killing the Jews, it was probably at a low. It doesn't matter. It's still wrong, and it still shouldn't be happening. So to sit there and say that, oh, well. Yeah, and it shouldn't have been, and it shouldn't have been happening to their black, to no, the it black right. people. No, so, so here, what are we going to do to make that right? I think that, I think that we're all right here. Um, I think that you're both right. And I think that I think that it's not – okay, so the 30-year low, I don't think necessarily matters in – in the whole, so I agree with you, Mitch. What I, I don't either. What I do think, though, is I do think it's a fair criticism to note that Donald Trump says certain things about certain people and not certain things about other yeah. people, and that is why it's fair to say, look, if you take this tweet by itself, then you can, you wouldn't say that Donald Trump. Donald Trump is racist. If you take the entirety of Donald Trump's rhetoric along with this tweet, it's a fair criticism that he's racist. Mm-hmm. I get. I say. I'd say it's a fair argument. You can argue it. I don't. 
I don't yeah. believe it. And that I'm not way even saying I've this is proven, he's, he's. I've seen other tweets where he has brought up uh, the plight of other people, people of color, and stuff like that. It just doesn't get as much play. People, because it doesn't play to that I, that argument that he's racist and he only talks about this. So they don't show those other tweets or those other statements that he yeah. said. And I'm not even Twitter. saying this is a, an example of him being a racist. I, I think this is an example of him playing to a certain percentage of his base, yeah. which are the David Duke-esque conspiracy theorists that are uh, can be stoked into fear that they're coming for yeah, your white but family. But that's what I disagree with. Land. I think that this is something that is appropriate for Donald Trump to bring up, and I think that it's something that we should all be on the same page on. And I think that people are politicizing it, and they just want to sweep it under the rug because it's happening to white people. No, so I don't think people. I don't, I don't think people want to sweep it under the rug. I think we know. I think that we're again. You're both right. I think that it is fair for Donald Trump to talk about it. I also think he's not using it because it's something that he gives a shit about. I think it's he's using it to appeal to a certain group of Alex Jones listeners. Mm-hmm. And that's where we're going to disagree. I mean, I think he, he does care about it. He I did have this seen and, him talk about the other groups, and it, usually what I hear yeah, is just but like, he, oh, well, he doesn't have to mean remember it. too. But what? <laughs> he he released this he released this tweet the same week that they cut off millions in aid for he also refugees. He also announced it right after Alex Jones was kicked off of social media, and then he well, he, I don't know how that he followed really he followed that a couple hours later with they're attacking conservatives. It's relevant because that's his base. Well, I don't it's not see even how that's connected. It's it's literally like Tucker Carlson was talking about it. Alex Jones was talking about it. David Duke yeah. was talking about it, and then Trump talks about it. He likes to talk about things that renowned racists like to talk about because it plays well to his base. Yeah. And I think you have to ask yourself like if a lot of his rhetoric plays well to racist. Is it really a debate if he's a racist? See, that's my problem, though. He's using it clearly for a political win. You're, you're cherry-picking on these little things and then ignoring everything else that he says and saying, oh, well, he agreed with that. If David Duke comes out and says, I like Chick-fil-A. He doesn't Chick-fil-A say anything. And I like Chick-fil-A. Doesn't he make doesn't me say anything. What does he say that would lead you to? Yeah, but he doesn't say anything that is so anti-racist that yeah, David what Duke comes you, out against what, him. What does he say? You realize that? Yeah. He what, refuses to, di- what to disown those say people that because he needs the think He's not a racist because I can tell you a lot of things that he says that makes me think makes me think that I, he yeah, is a gone, racist. We've gone over them. Go ahead, tell Again, me. Uh, to me, it's basically his policies and things that obviously help more, a majority of people. When he comes out and says we need to go help these groups, uh, and before he ran for president, he was getting uh, awards for you know the be- uh, what was the award he got. It was, he was um, also getting sued. He had Don King next to him, and it was like the best improvement of urban areas or something, and, and blah blah blah. So he was getting awards, and he was yeah. Being I want to know who was giving him that award because the first thing he got renowned for was denying tenants to yeah, black again, people. Again, that so. was what they tried to go after him for, and then it settled because they said there was no grounds. But that's fine. So, but it plays well, so they they keep bringing it up. Again, I don't like the. It plays well picking. because he keeps saying things that can be taken as racist. Yeah, I don't so like the cherry point, picking where you, you, you ignore like, yeah. the stuff that that he does that's good. And then says, "Okay, well, well, we hate this." Just like Omarosa. When well, then aren't you cherry picking all the things that he says that are racist and be like, "Well, his actions speak louder than his words." Like, no, no they both I don't speak think, equally. Yeah, as loud. I don't think they're racist. That's the thing. And uh, again, you can say, "Well, look at it in context." Well, the problem is, is that you're not looking at it in context. You're cherry picking. That's the opposite of context. That's taking the little bits that you want that support your theory and ignoring the rest. No, you always want to look at stuff in context. Exactly. That's the what I'm saying. Is always important, <laughs> right? That I'm saying they're not doing that. Okay, just seem it just seemed like you said the opposite no, of that. No, I'm no, sorry. No. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I think that if you look at the whole, if you look at his policies, you look at how he used to get awards for doing all these these great things. 
They, okay, first of all, first of all, I want to. I, I yeah. will contest that. I don't believe Trump <laughs> all, has ever gotten also, awards for doing great things. Unless also, he set up the, the Don King Award awards. sounds like a fucking popularity contest to me. Like, sorry, but what the fuck is Don King? <laughs> no, he was just there. Well, for? It wasn't when, the Don, when did Don King become the representative? It was not a Don for, King <laughs> Award. Again, you're cherry picking. You you're said not it, at the bro. Context. I said Don King was there. Like, douche. <laughs> So he was there. You're cherry picking, just saying he's getting awards for being a not racist. Yeah. I want to see some evidence for that. <laughs> right. I'll have to look up and see exactly what. But yeah, there was a big picture with uh, a bunch of African American leaders. Don King was there, and he was being <laughs> That's, uh, you know, this awarded. This is this is Mitch using Trump's. I, look, I was in a room with four black people, so, so I know black. People. I know black people. <laughs> It is not at all what that is, but that's fine. You can you can pretend. All right. It is. So, but so again, th- that's my problem. And again, looking at just the uh, tweet itself, Frank, you texted us that tweet and said this is why he's racist. And to me, that's cherry. Well, because when you include the fr- when you only include the phrase, white people are being taken advantage of. Well, you know, and you've was, never white talked about getting like, their farms taken away, which again was the backbone of the story. That is what's happening. Yeah. There's, it's it's not that's it's not fine. taking that out of context. But that he, is what's you know how many times black people are getting their that's fine. But that's you know a how what many times they're something. getting arrested that's, for nothing by cops, and he's not tweeting about I that. I understand. There was literally the day he tweeted about that. There was a report released that an internal report that showed that the militariz, militarization of police it makes cops less safe and it makes the public trust cops. Yeah, less. again, he didn't tweet a, about that. That is a little bit more of a gray area because that's kind of a. These are practices. We can't really prove it, but we, this is what we're seeing. No, this is a change in the South African constitution that says I can now take your land based on the color of your yeah, skin. Yeah, it's bad. There's a difference it's there. It's bad. So what yes. we're saying is the reason that it's easy to look at that tweet and say, hey, he might be a racist if he tweets about this and uses the phrase large-scale killing when it's not and doesn't tweet about Puerto Rico. Like I think d- forty five killings are are pretty fucked up. What? That sounds large scale to me. The, the, that's coming from Frank. He said there was forty five killings. Have you this been year. to Chicago, bro? Yeah, like large sure. scale killing. Well, that's a different topic. That's not by the. That's 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 different. That's uh, citizen on citizen crime. That's not people coming out and killing you because you have a certain skin color. And, a, and, and again, said we can take. And that's not in. to say, hey, and this is also not to say that black people are not killed in Africa every single day. Oh, of course day. they are. They yeah. are. But again, that's like saying, oh, well, this look is at just car, forty-five car white farmers so. in the last two years. Yeah, we look at car accidents. We've had forty-five white the, farmers killed in the last two years. That's important. And any killing is bad. Yeah, I'm not going to totally. debate that. The, any the killing problem, is wrong. The problem is that every time we that bring is 100% it up, percent true. Four times that we brought it up, to say that there was a large-scale killing of white people in Africa, you're denying all the black people that are killed there every day. And that's also important yeah I, I, he yeah, is he I didn't tweet like, about that I, yeah and by not tweeting feel, about it you make it seem to the david dukes of the world that there's I, only white I feel people like, being killed in i feel Africa. like this That's is donald true. trump cherry picking it is it is he absolutely is cherry picking i just think that it was appropriate for him to give that response on that topic would i like to see him give a hard response on more topics yeah i would but that doesn't mean we shouldn't talk about this and this doesn't mean that he's racist because of it no, but I, but I just think that when you continue to see him only bring up certain topics and play to his base, like that's then he's not really but caring about doesn't. human suffering. He's caring about certain Again, human suffering. He doesn't. He does text out these things saying like, "Oh, look, look at the black unemployment rate. Look how much better it is. This is what I'm going to do to help out and do things." And people go, "Oh yeah, whatever." He doesn't. Yeah, and that's it. a hypothetical. Black people, please vote for me. But that's not <laughs> actually him saying anything about stopping police brutality because well, he doesn't believe you know, that. A, and a, or, also, or enacting uh, voter ID also, laws that have been yeah. shown to be also, discriminatory Mitch, against Mitch, black just, people. You know? I don't think so. Again, no, look, we have voter ID laws in Missouri, and they are not far, discriminatory whatsoever. As, we give away free IDs; anyone can have. As them. far as black unemployment goes, and whatever, do you think that Donald Trump 
created these policies with those reactions in with those effects in mind yes. or do you think they are a byproduct of what he did because you can say you, you can say that you, can, his idea. you can't use the fact that economic policies help black people as an example that someone's not racist yeah no because i know what you're saying you're saying if it's designed to be to have a benefit for any race it by definition or at least my definition is racist i understand that i don't think that he had that in mind i think that he came to it going i want to help all americans these are the policies i'm going to enact and then that is exactly what's happened all americans have been helped usually the people at the uh, farther down get helped out the most and we knew that there was a discrepancy between uh black employment and now we're seeing that yeah i mean there was a discrepancy that didn't happen with the tax cut like the people at the top got helped out the well, most. well with the tax but again there is some truth not it's not a slam dunk with trickle down that everyone pretends it is but there is some truth that it is going to stimulate the economy and i've seen that firsthand in my job yeah but we, we haven't seen that so we far have. all we've seen is you, the most money ever being spent in buying back stocks no, again because that's we all the you're highest looking we've ever at. seen that you're not looking at the rest of it and if you look at the full picture it's very clear that these t- that as soon as the tax cuts happened we saw an economic boom now is it sustainable that's a different conversation yeah but the point of the matter is it, yeah that oh yeah we he saw a boom i just think it's gonna be bad for us in 10 years like i've said i just think it's it's gonna lead to another bubble that we're not well seeing, again and to me the biggest thing to offset that is you got to have you have got to fucking pass the infrastructure bill otherwise you can't sustain it we could sustain it for at least the next three years but you got to have the infrastructure (laughs) bill if you don't have it which democrats have stopped by the way that's a fair point yeah then then it's not going to that might actually be a really uh a nail in the coffin or the or the saving you know grace it's like when people always bring up well construction jobs aren't permanent no fucking shit they're building stuff eventually well no but we also saw like we saw this week trump come out and say that he was gonna not uh a a scheduled pay raise for all federal workers of 2.1 percent he was gonna not do that now the the unions come out and people come out he since said he's gonna take another yeah i kind of agree with let it go through but his reasoning his reasoning was that we need to stop spending money. Well, dude, yeah, because you just did a big tax cut and then you spent like a, you know signed the biggest spending. Yeah, bill and you could bring up the wall. Time. Of course, also. we're hemorrhaging yeah, money. You could bring up the wall and saying like, well, if we need to save money, here's a nice place to save money at. So that's fine. Those are all fair points. Uh, but I looked at into yeah. But his first place thinking to save money was not giving federal right. workers a pay well, raise. Well, again, and I that's pretty. I telling. didn't do a deep. The first dive thing they did was it. gave the the t- corporations a tax cut, and then workers. In no way is that surprising. That's a repu- the very Republican stance is that government. Oh no, be not at all. Republicans always shit on the working yeah. man. Well, it's not the working man, dude. The, the government positions are, in my opinion, are very different from the working man. They get the most breaks. Ever. Post office is the working man. Yeah, dude. that's fine. The post office is the working. That's fine, man. but I wouldn't say that that's most of those jobs are post office workers. They're menial. They're not like secret service. So look agents. it up. Most look it up right now. Look jobs. it up, and people listening, if you want to fact check, because I I did a, a small dive into it when I saw that, and I said, thought, what is the the average? <laughs> is- is, uh, federal is workers small. rate. And in Missouri, it said it was $75,000. And I would agree that they don't need a raise. That's my opinion. I don't think that they would de- that they deserve a 2% raise when everyone else is still struggling and that we need to bring we need to shorten the or uh, the income gap. I don't think the federal so, income workers if they if they are actually making 75,000 like that one I only went to one website, so this is what I'm seeing. Well, I'm okay, so the Federal Sal- Salary Council says that the average uh, Federal employee lags behind those of similar similar private sector workers by just under thirty two percent. What are you saying? So they get paid less than their counterparts in the private sector by thirty two percent. Thirty two. Uh, I don't know. We go to the average. So if you're a FedEx worker, you're getting paid thirty two percent more than a post office worker because you're a federal employee versus a private sector employee. Yeah, uh, I don't. That's not really what I've I've seen. So I'll have to take a look and well, get you the just numbers. sucked it. So I don't know. 
Did what? You just saw it. He just told you. He said we won source. Okay. Well, let, let's, let's, let's take a look in here. Let's go to the... We uh, should look at that, but we'll post that on the... Okay, we'll do it yeah. after. Yeah, we'll do it after. Well, I'll go I to want, some, some official... I want to... Uh, said the census is I what want, I want. I want census I want to change paces, though, because I want Mitch to apologize now. So, <laughs> Mitch, you have an apology <laughs> to make about being fucking wrong. So, tell us why you were... Well, I'm definitely not apologizing, tell, but I was yeah, wrong. Yeah, you were. Um... You get no apology. So, yeah. um, no, came, I wouldn't expect it. Come on, I know who you voted for. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> I know who you voted for yeah, too. I know, I know who I voted. Hillary Clinton. <laughs> you, you lie, and you know it. You're never gonna convince me, man. I know <laughs> yeah. it. I put a fucking bug on your shoulder, right? And you fucking big check mark Hillary Clinton, and then you crushed your right. pants, and you were like, yes. so oh, tell God. us how great North Korea. That's that tell, does sound like tell, Brandon. <laughs> tell us how great North Korea was going to go smooth with go over without a hitch, no problems, everything's great. Yeah, so Best I think deal. the exact term that um, that I I said was that I was one one thousand percent sure. I am nine hundred and fifty percent less you sure said, at this moment. You, you said fully. <laughs> you said fully confident is what you said. Yeah, uh, I was fully confident at, at this point, and I, and I still think that it, that. In my opinion, that it's going to happen. There will not be a war between North Korea and America. Duh. I do think the trade will open up. I do think that these that it eventually will get uh, there, but it's not going to be as quick as I thought yeah. it was going to be. Uh, and it's going to be when you say war, do you mean like an all-out war? Do you do you still think there's a possibility of a cold war? Because that's no, what, that's my bet. I, I don't think so. Likely. I don't think that there will be. And uh, even if you look at what North Korea has been doing here lately, they're leaving America alone. They take little jabs every now and again, but they've really put all of their effort into vilifying uh, Japan. They've ignored entirely America. If they, they only say good things about America, except for every now and again they'll say something bad. And then, uh, then behind the scenes is you know what they're doing where they're being kind of petty with Mike Pompeo and all of do that. Do you feel like and that finally Trump was like don't even get, don't even do it. Don't so go. So do you feel so, Yeah. So well, the story the story that happened is last week Trump canceled the the trip to uh Pyong I cannot Pyongyang. say the name of the Yeah, thank you. But Pompeo was supposed to go there. Trump canceled it, and he actually kind of blamed China for getting involved, right. saying that they were holding it up. Um, and then uh, North Korea state media then accused the double uh, the U.S. of double dealing attitudes and uh, returning to gunboat. I feel diplomacy. like this kind of yeah. I feel like this kind of um, vindicates the criticism of the summit in the first place. The th- what we did was we gave I don't we, think we gave so. Kim Jong Un a it, photo op. That he can use, and now we're in the yeah. exact same fucking boat that we were. Oh no, no, no! We are not in the same boat. I think that. Well, I think the problem, the I think the major problem is that we did, we never, um, we never agreed on what what we were gonna do. Then, like it, it was, it was a very short let's be summary, fair. It was like two hundred and fifty yeah, words. D- let's be fair; they are doing everything that they said they were going to do. Which the big thing from the summit was return the bones and then work towards greater peace. So again, it wasn't supposed to. I I think that both sides, once the summit was over, I think the summit had a huge impact on changing the relationship going forward. I think it did, and I don't think that that should be criticized. But I think that both responses from the media and from Donald Trump. Is rife for criticism. Go for it because he basically held up a big banner that said "Mission accomplished" when it wasn't, and the media basically was like, "Well, where's peace, bro? It's been three hours." (laughs) Well, you're fucking dumb. It doesn't take the. It takes longer than that. Well, 
Well, the problem was that he tweeted out, you know, very quickly that North Korea is no longer a yeah. threat. And I think we all agreed that was premature. I don't think anybody was telling him I to send that tweet. I think it's premature to say that. I think they were all I, pissed when they saw I it. I do agree that they are not a threat any longer. I think that they're, we're going to I don't think they're, they're as much of a threat, yeah. maybe. I think that this shows a willingness for them to work towards, you And know, they have dismantled a, uh, a bunch of nuclear Yeah, sites. but I don't think that's to say. I think it's, you know, any country that is... Uh, that we disagree with that has nuclear weapons is a threat yeah. and it's premature to say they're not because you had one you know meeting and historic as it might be yeah when nothing really came concrete came out of it yeah so again i still think that it's going to happen it's just not it's, it's clearly not going to happen as quickly um as i thought it was going to happen so and then i had a question for you guys have you heard about the so they were they returned 55 sets of human remains from the Kore- uh, the korean war right. um and then trump thanked kim um and that was actually they, they they did that like right after they failed to show up for the first plane meeting with the U.S. negotiators. So it was kind of like, I don't know some people have been interpreting it as a um, uh, more of a, a, a symbol sy- symbol. I don't know more of a symbol and then an, a, a concrete step towards anything. They're, they still claim that they have the Department of Defense uh, estimates that they have over two hundred sets of um, uh, of U.S. personnel. Uh, yeah, you know, bones or whatever the the, rem- the remains, and then we've only gotten fifty five back. So there is a theory out there that this was more of just a um, just a, t- a photo op. Uh, you know, yeah, this is this will be good for us to claim we are being the the adults. Well, that's but really what we still have more we can release. If exactly, I think that's why it shows how slow it's going to be. Because again, that was the only thing that came out of that that summit was we'll hold off on the sanctions and, and all of that. We're gonna try to stop doing that. You're gonna return these bones, and then we're gonna work towards peace. All those things have happened, so yeah. I think that it's been going in the well, right direction. Well, except for the bones, we've only gotten we've only gotten a fourth of what we believe they're holding. In, well, as yeah, remains. but again, that's they the first step, and I think 55. that they're going to kind of string that along, saying yeah. we're going to continue to. And do I mean, that. that's and that's you know, they're they're saying they have two hundred remains. Fifty three th- uh, hundred people were lost in Korea that we haven't accounted for. Yeah. So that's still a small fraction. Yeah, we're I mean, never it's not gonna, like they have at a this big point, net. We will never and they just get all those people captured home. all the bones. You know, there's I'm sure there's some they don't know about. <laughs> But oh yeah, I'm sure people. I mean, in any war, the people die and they just get you know lost ex- in the mud, bloated, and just like you're gone. Like I don't know what to do. All right, yeah. Um, I I do think it's important to try to get as many of those remains back. I'm not, you know, I'm not a religious person, but I know there are certain religions, and I'm, I'm sure if I had a family member who has never returned, there's a sense of closure you get by getting to bury yeah, someone. And that's obviously so. It's still a good thing. Yeah, it was a big big um, deal. Yeah, it sucks that it's being used as political leverage. On both sides, yeah. but yeah. All right, I'm gonna move us forward into these last three that are fucking ridiculous. I don't think they're gonna take too much time, um, and I haven't told either of you about them. So first up, Florida couple got arrested this week for using. <laughs> yeah, that's no, news. it's not. I actually <laughs> think it might happen a couple times on this list. I had a few more, but I'm I'm gonna cut some off and save save a couple for next week. I, oh, I think Florida. it happens a couple um, times a day, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, Florida, Florida, Florida couple. People. I know. Florida, Florida, Florida couple built drive-through window at mobile home to sell drugs. There you go. That happened. Well, that's just that's just well, ingenuity right there. Right. Okay. That's, that's just yeah. That's just. Have you heard of entrepreneurship? <laughs> that's what I said. <laughs> that's what I said. Like. You should give them a. You, how do you think Elon Musk got to be Elon Musk, <laughs> you, man? You should give them <laughs> with genius give them ideas an award like for that. Innovation. It could be the Don King Award. Who knows? I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> um, yeah. So they got arrested. They were selling. They the police said we were seeing overdoses, overdose incidences that were happening in the area. Um, 
specifically on this in this particular location um, and apparently they were selling drugs laced with fentanyl so yeah they those guys oh those fun. guys are in jail now and uh, yeah so congrats <laughs> congratulations to them I'm I'm a little shocked that it took them it took people dying at a specific location for them to track it down. Yeah. When you couldn't just see the one trailer that had a drive through yeah, window right? attached to it. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Like didn't didn't the speaker box give it away? The big clown <laughs> yeah. outside. Place your order well, here. Plus you it's a rookie mistake. You never make your business your place you of know residence. What's, you don't do that. <laughs> you know what's hilarious is I Yeah. I hope that this is fake. <laughs> I hope this is, that this is fake. But in the article, there is a picture of a sorry closed will reopen at um, in the window, and like I <laughs> like I hope it's fake, but it is a trailer window, so maybe uh, that's yeah. that's good. So let's stay in Florida. <laughs> my my only hope is that they started a Facebook page yeah, for their home business, yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> to advertise, yeah. you know. Um, let's. Let's PR. stay in Florida. Florida man arrested after he allegedly Do we have he allegedly gave his girlfriend a wet willy. Affidavit says um, a man in St. Louis County, Florida, <laughs> was arrested after he gave his girlfriend a wet willy while he was belligerent. Uh, local sheriff's deputy was called to the home of 47-year-old Joseph Serechi in mid-August. The man's girlfriend claimed that she found Serechi drunk on the living room floor after he returned ho- returned home from work. Um, let's see. According to an affidavit, he went with his girlfriend, who had not been identified, and daughter to a different person's home. Um, he continued to drink and become belligerent. On the way home, he allegedly grabbed his girlfriend's hand, pulled her arm, and continued giving her a wet willy, sticking his finger in her ear, and was arrested for that. He declined to give a written statement when the newspaper asked for comment. So, well, dude, that's because he can't write. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So it sounds silly, but I, I saw uh, BuzzFeed picked this one up, and oh my god, yeah, they were they were really pissed off in the comments. And I get it, I get why they were, but yeah, they were very upset because they were saying people were making light of a situation where a male was holding down a female and overpowering her against her will. Yeah, and I'm not trying to make light of that. It's just when you, you when you use the words "man arrested" and "wet yeah, willy" in the on. same headline, <laughs> you're you're, you're going to get laughed, man. <laughs> that's like saying like that's like saying a guy got arrested for giving a woman a purple nurple. Yeah. Yes, it's wrong. We'll all agree that, but it's fucking <laughs> yeah. a funny. Headline. I'm just saying, Brandon hates because women. It's a, it's and if a you look childhood, at it in context, you know. it all makes sense. Oh, it's Hashtag horrible, eyes open. and I'm glad he got arrested. <laughs> all right, so. <laughs> And you know, and well, and once you read the story, it was a little different. I when you when you read the headline, I thought he just gave a woman a wet willy one time, and the, the police were called and yeah. he was arrested. It's, I mean, wet willy's well, like holding is, someone I, down I and grabbing. I don't them. have yeah. to explain myself because hashtag Brandon hates women. So I'm gonna move forward into to the next story, <laughs> where Peta um, Peta wants to make sure a bunch of lobsters killed in a vehicle wreck last week in Maine aren't forgotten. The animal rights group, formerly known as People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, sent a letter to the Maine Department of Transportation asking for permission to install a five-foot tombstone for the deceased crustaceans along the highway in Brunswick. Wait. What? what died? Lobsters. Lobsters, bro. Lobsters died in a in a oh car accident. Really? I'm going to shock you guys and say, yeah, I don't care. You you want like yeah. I, like I agree um, with lobsters die every day at Red Lobster. Yeah. You're not throwing up. Wait, so, for them. no, I don't care if they put up a, a tombstone. I'm I'm all for that, it. 
that's that's fine. No. Doesn't bother me I, one bit. I, it's on the side of the highway. I, just, I don't see it, the big deal. It's ridiculous. It's kind of gaudy. Yeah, I'm not. And I'm not upset with what it. I want to know I is where say, was I, where was that truck of lobsters headed? Probably to somebody's plate. So, like, where were those tombstones? Oh, yes. You know, <laughs> um, yeah. they were headed. They were headed need, to Freedom, need, Brandon. They were tiny, tiny little napkin-sized tombstones Mexico. on every plate in the fucking Northeast. Hashtag eyes open. Hashtag. I can see you, dude. Lobster. Okay, hate. so I hate to say this, but I found a wasp nest on the back deck and had to take it out with a can of ant spray. Please don't tell Peta because I really don't want a tombstone <laughs> yeah, right. in my backyard. Oh, I'm telling him. We're protesting. You, you just told them, bro. <laughs> All right, so. Last last story. We'll finish with this one. Um, Roseanne Barr says she's moving to Israel when the Connors premieres. Uh, Roseanne says she plans. Yeah. What? Roseanne <laughs> says she plans to be. Are you sure this isn't an Onion article? <laughs> this... <laughs> no, it's a CNN article, actually. Um, oh, same thing. That's about right. the same thing. At this point. <laughs> yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. This is an Barr onion. told her longtime friend. Uh, during the latest installment of his podcast that she won't be tuning into the Roseanne spinoff. Instead, she'll be halfway around the world. I have an opportunity to go to Israel for a few months and study. Okay. And that's where I'm going to be. Blah, 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 blah. She's not going to fucking Israel to study. She is running away from ambience. Is that? <laughs> Come on, don't lie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, did you guys see the trailer for the Connors that trailer premiered? No. Um, so they are going to kill off Rosie O'Donnell. Or not Rosie. <laughs> I hope they don't kill off oh, Rosie O'Donnell. Rosie that's going to piss her between off. Those lines. Jesus. I don't need context to know that. <laughs> terrible. You're terrible. Yeah. This show <laughs> is, uh, is not going to last. I do believe, did, uh, did you guys hear John Goodman came out and said that he didn't believe that Roseanne was a I racist? I did not hear that. I wouldn't surprise it. I doubt, you know. I doubt that she is. That was a terrible yeah. thing to say, but I don't think that she actually is a racist. And he spent a lot of time with her. I think she's. I think she's an asshole. Yeah, for everything exactly. I know about her for my life, like she's a very difficult person to get along with. From what I've yeah. heard, for every person. But who's obviously, with her. yeah, obviously they spent a lot of time working together, and you know, I'm sure that they have a friendship. And I'm sure he, if he's saying, I'm it, almost he probably not wondering how much of that so. is them like. I wonder how much they're wanting to play nice with Roseanne because they don't, or I don't know. Maybe they want their controversy. I don't know how. Yeah. Um, how the network would ABC would react? It's not going to work. I'm almost worried that's that just them not wanting. They watched yeah. it for Roseanne. Is anybody excited to see that show? I didn't no. even like. Roseanne, I didn't like Roseanne. So don't expect me to watch it. I loved Roseanne back in the eight, you know the nineties, but you know it's it's not a show that's aged well. Apparently, it did. Everyone, even liberals, were coming up being like, "This show's great." Well, it, it was back. definitely. And then she I think said it that, was, and they were like, uh, oh. "I think we covered it right." I think it was an interesting take. Like it was weird to see a show come back and jump. For about and, an yeah, episode and jump, or two. And jump yeah. into the present um, and comment on shit like that was happening in the same week. That was an interesting thing. It was weird because they – and it, I thought it was funny for those couple episodes because they took shots at both sides. But, I mean, it, Roseanne is still Roseanne. I didn't – I didn't, I didn't watch. Right. <laughs> I didn't think that the 90s show was that great. Um, and – so, you know, I mean, this was kind of the same. Six you hate women. So I know that the plan was that they were going to take out the political aspect, but now the plan has completely changed. So it'll be interesting to see how they kill her off. Have they said that? I'm assuming they have not. Yeah. I, no, know, I, I thought they, it's yeah, I know they. The only mystery they have left. Hmm. Yeah, because I know they said they're going to kill her, but I don't Interesting. Know. 
And we, I'll make a bold prediction right now, guys. This, the, the Connors is not going to last Fuck longer no. than one season. Oh, I bet it gets. I bet it gets. You saw that what happened when they got the rid of prediction I've ever I don't made. even. Yeah, when they tried to replace him with Ashley. I think Kutcher. it's. I think no. it's going to end up like Trump's presidency. Probably get shortened a little bit. It probably won't. Oh, oh, it won't. It oh, won't make oh, it a full season. Oh. Low hanging fruit, guys. Hashtag low hanging fruit. Okay. Oh, oh. That was that was the dad joke in me. So on that uh, note, let's fin- let's oh, finish man. this for the week. So remember to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at TDAP 2017. Um, episodes are available. We'll say bi-weekly, but really whenever the fuck we want. And so you can check those out on iTunes, Google Play, whatever. Yeah. S- yeah send us great. a review. Um, Mitch, you've been doing awesome with the Facebook page. You can contact us, or you can you comment, throw us likes, throw shade at us on Facebook. You'll you'll be able to get a hold of Mitch and I. Better not. And um, Frank, you've been really pounding it out on that fucking Twitter. So def- that's that's how you get a hold of us if you want to. That's that that's what I do on Twitter. <laughs> pound it out all down. I was gonna I was gonna try to get past the innuendo there, you dick. But whatever. <laughs> nope. All right. I'm not well, letting it go. Just rub it all out. <laughs> Don't. Don't. <laughs> On that note, here it is. Your alternative pack. Sticky to situation. <laughs> and when you tell me that, you know, he should testify because he's going to tell the truth and he shouldn't worry. Well, that's so silly because it's somebody's version of the truth, not the truth. He didn't have a, a conversation. Truth is about, truth. I, I don't mean to go like. I, no, I it isn't truth. Truth isn't truth. The president of the United States says I didn't. Truth isn't I, truth. Mr. Mayor, do you realize what I mean? No, I, no, no. This is going to become a bad don't, don't meme. Do, don't, do, don't do this to me. Don't do uh, truth. Donald truth Trump. To me.